Tomahawk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, b- b- welcome. B- brawl in Cell Block 99. <laughs> yes, you're in the club I've seen now. It, baby. You've seen it. Welcome to I Like to Movie Movie. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. Happy holidays to everybody. Yes. Thank you for tuning in with us last time as we did the classic Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Which, by the way, I discovered there is a DVD that exists that is a 2K transfer that supposedly looks and sounds great. Awesome. Uh, we'll it's a, it a Shout Factory Blu-ray release. Of course, it's a so Shout Factory Blu-ray check release. Check this. So you can get Black Christmas in like a, a fucking sweet-ass transfer. I'm trying to get my hands on it. There you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, you know what? That would be awesome. We should definitely get that. Need, need to own. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, this uh, this wonderful episode is part of another now yearly tradition. Indeed it which is. Which is every year we get a new Star Wars movie. Fuck yeah, we do. And so we will be covering Star Wars The Last Jedi. To every last detail. So yes. if you haven't seen it. You should maybe pay attention for 10 more minutes and then get the hell out of here, go see the movie, and come back. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Through and through. Indeed. And to uh, help us out with this, we have friend of the show, uh, former guest. He was here for Ocean's Eleven. I Indeed. believe Children of Men as well, correct? Yes. Indeed. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yes, we have Steve Richards. Hello, everyone. Steve, welcome Thanks to the show. Thanks yeah. for coming back. Steve is also the uh, designer of the I Like to Movie Movie logo. Sitting I did on do your, that. I sitting did. on your I iTunes it. podcast right now. Yeah. Leave a comment on how great the logo is. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> if you can. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about talking about the podcast. Any, as long as that anyway. review has five stars, I don't care what you're reviewing. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> Well, uh, you can always find us, of course, on iTunes. We are on all of your podcatching apps. Is that what they call it? I now? think so. That's I've, pretty I've good. I've recently cycled out of audiobooks and I've yeah. been listening to podcasts. So I'm oh, like, you're back on, in. Put yeah. on my podcast pants, <laughs> and uh, they are tight. Yes. So it is. <laughs> it's, that's where jokes like that come from. Indeed. Um, uh, so yeah, we're on iTunes. Indeed. We're uh, at I Like Two Movie with the numeric two in that oh, yes. handle on Twitter. On Facebook, on everything. Yeah. So make sure you guys check that out and, and subscribe, uh, review, communicate with us. Let yes. us know what you want us to talk about. Shoot talk us about email. it with us. Partake in our lists, and hopefully we'll have some contests coming up shortly, yes. as well as some live oh, events. Oh, indeed. Uh, are you we know what? Let's those? plug a couple dates Let's right okay. now, right All off you. the top, because I got them right here on my calendar. So uh, in January, I like to move your movie is going to be live again a few times. What? Uh, <laughs> yes, we haven't done this in a while. Now, Steve. You'll be is somewhat- this live right now? Oh, yes. This is, Steve. We are live on the air. This is not previously recorded. R- right. I'm actually already having trouble following the logic. Me too. Let's <laughs> just move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're going to be on the 20th of January. That's a Saturday. We will be uh, back at the Milburn Stone Theater hosting their screening of Barbarella. Uh, so we're going to bring a couple you know, old movie movie live games what back out of the box. come out? Barbarella? I don't even know. Probably is that a seventies movie? Do your fucking research for January twentieth. I've only seen it once. I do know that that uh, Duran Duran got their name from the character whose name is Doctor Duran Duran. And I know I pulled out my my gold bloom for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How how great is that stupid trailer? Oh my god! When he's just like, life is good, and you know that's that's his entire scene. Like that's all he does. Oh yeah, and life finds a. Friend, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. say it, say yeah. it away. <laughs> ah! Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible stuff. 
Uh, he's definitely only going to be in that one scene in the courtroom for sure. sure. Of course. Uh, so yeah, that's January twentieth, Milburn Stone Theater down there in uh, Old Maryland, nineteen sixty eight. Sixty eight. Got wow, it. I, I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be hosting a screening of that. We're going to pull out a couple movie movie games. So it'll be fun. Uh, and then the following weekend on Sunday, January twenty eighth. We will be uh, participating in my buddy Kevin. He has a podcast called Everything is Awesome. And uh, they're going to be putting on a day-long podcast festival at uh, Tattooed Moms right here in uh, South Philly. So Dan and I will be there. We'll be doing sort of an audio-only version of the old mm-hmm. Movie Movie Live show. Chances which, to win some prizes, yes. share your movie knowledge, uh, get some movie knowledge, yeah. and drink like cheap PBS. And we need They're you good. guys to come to both of these things, but especially that one, because I think that's how we're going to do guests. We're just going to invite audience members oh, up cool. and have them come win prizes, compete against each other. No, I'm into I this. Haven't, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> been to a Movie Movie Live, but I did... Do the what was the thing you guys used to do? Yeah, um, that was it. You were on that show. That was uh, that was a movie movie. Yeah, you were on movie movie live that okay, one time. Okay, then I so I have been there, and I can yeah. tell you personally, it's a great time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won some prizes, and I cherish to this day. My slightly used copy of South Park Season 3. Hell yes, yes dude. Yes. I forgot that that was what I put in the prize. Yeah. <laughs> and a comic book that I never read. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's how it became a prize. I'm pretty yeah, sure was, that was, was why I gave read. it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was unreadable. Yeah. yeah. And it just adds to the charm of the movie movie Indeed. brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just a bunch of fucking junk that I have acquired the shit over that you years. grabbed on your way out of the, yeah, uh, exactly. your way to the podcast. Yeah. Yes, oh, that, that is essentially how that happens. We're just so cool yeah. that yeah. our junk is... One man's trash is everyone else's treasure. Yeah, it's everyone else's, like, almost trash. That usually seems to be what happens. They go, oh, man, I can't wait to take this home, and then they leave it in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it's in my trunk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right now, as we speak. We definitely probably reacquired 50% of the prizes we gave away just by people not taking them home from the show. like, oh, Garrett, uh, I wanted to return this. I forgot I borrowed this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, actually, you won that. (laughs) About two minutes ago, you you won that. Remember when you were on stage? That's okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. So, January, we got a couple live things coming up, and come check us out. It and then, really also, fun. in about two weeks, we are going to drop the end-of-year episode, Indeed. the top ten lists of the year. Mine's probably going to be a top, give-take 30 to 40, Yours somewhere in there. Yours is always, like, a top 10,000. I can't. I, I just love it all, I man. got 20 on mine right now, and I'm having trouble whittling yeah. it down. And I saw one today that is going to, you know, bump around those 20. See, I made a rule. I'm just, I'm not yeah. allowing a Star Wars. I know. Uh, I'm not allowing it. Actually, it the Marvel stuff's been uh, whatever. Yeah. But then, but then at the same time, like I'm breaking my own rules because like Logan's gonna make the cut. Right. I know. You know. It's like I don't know. Like Spider-Man has a good chance yeah, of making my cut good. this year. I really yeah. like Spider-Man. Uh, for me, you know. But I either way, that. we're gonna be yes. doing the top ten lists. Um, so you will see those. Uh, very soon, I think soon. Andy's yeah. going to come back and do it. So we'll have that in a couple weeks yep. for the end of the year top whatever it turns out to be list. Yes, so we'll, indeed, indeed. So we'll call it. Uh, so I think at this point we're ready to jump into some Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And I think. Oh well, yeah. I almost want to start this a little loose. I don't want to hit the Last Jedi right away, since uh, actually we've never talked about Star Wars on this show before, which is crazy. That is I'm, crazy. We have certain. I mean, we've probably talked about Star Wars, but we've not done a Star Wars. We've never done as an that. episode. Wow. About I'm, one. I am. I'm truly honored yeah. to be a part of <laughs> Dude, the, this is the first inaugural Star Wars indeed. movie movie podcast. Yeah. Honored to you have can't you. really even say you liked a movie movie without talking about Star Wars. I, that, I wholeheartedly agree with well, that. Well, it kind of weaves itself into the fabric of everything. Yes. It, it, is, it yeah. is the force. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so we've, we've certainly spoken of Star Wars and its influence, but yeah, we've never dissected any of the movies. Yeah, which is crazy because I am a lifelong Star Wars nerd. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is the thing for me. Day one. Yeah. I collected the action figures. I had them taped off of TV. I think I taped them off of TNT. Yep. And I stayed up very late three nights in a row because I 
I was already good enough with my VCR that I knew how to like record and stop basically as you were going. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. did my own Get editing the of the commercials. Wow. Nice. You know? That's yeah. impressive. So that I could have a nice solid VHS of just the movie. You know? I watched the first time I saw any Star Wars movies, I saw Empire, Jedi, and then A New Hope. Interesting. Because it was on TV three days in a row. Yeah. And so Empire is when I caught it, but I had taped A New Hope the night before. Ah. And so like yeah, so like, oh, yeah. well, Obi Wan's a ghost. You know, like it, yeah, was, yeah. it was very weird, you know, to to see it like that. But and I remember that before every commercial, they had that shot of Luke looking off into the distance to the two suns. Yes, I was like, bah, 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 bah. Um, so anytime that I see that in that movie, yeah, my my head immediately prepares for commercial. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because that's you know that's just how I you know uh, consumed them. For yeah, that was Q two commercial. That's interesting. And not to dive right into the end of this movie but there's a great throwback to that scene oh yeah yes. also, I'm sure we'll yeah. get to oh yes yeah. we'll get to a lot we can spend some time here so oh yes now our, our one guest and, and we, we do miss you Nick we will yes. have you on in the future we will uh, is not able to be with us today That's yeah. not but he was also me, the one Nick, with the deadline so yes. it's, uh, we, yeah. can, we can go we have before no we started recording now. they were talking a lot of shit on you Nick well, well Steve where did Star Wars start for you well um, I was younger than I am today Okay, this is a good start to a story. Um, yeah, most I, times that start with so was, my mom, my mom and my dad met um, <laughs> in like nineteen seventy. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember actually. Yeah, so he's trying to give us the prequels. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things I feel like has always been with me. I can't really pinpoint a time or place where I was like, "This is fucking great." Like yeah. I love yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I'm I'm a Star Wars guy now. I think it's it was either it's always been. The, I feel like it's always been in the background of my life. Like I just always had. Like a Han Solo action figure or a, you know, like a poster or something in my room. Mm-hmm. Like once I saw the movies and I also like like my father and my godfather were like huge fans, too. So okay, I'm yeah. sure that, you know, impressed on me a, a bit. But um, I can't really pinpoint for you where it started, but I know where it is now. And I'm very happy. Nice. That was all. <laughs> it yeah. is wild that it's like. Even before it was a movie in my life, it was an omnipresent machine. Sure. Yes. Like I knew that as a young boy, I was supposed to like Star Wars and and you know follow along with that. You yeah. know, I feel like Empire was the first one I saw, but that's only because like my earliest memories of Star Wars are the Hoth battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the thing I remember liking the most as a kid, and, and so like, I don't know if that was actually what I saw first, but that's like my that's the one that lives on for me. Is like I think that, that one might have been on TV the most. Maybe because yeah. like I said, that was the first I saw, and it's weird because it's the least in a vacuum yeah. one right. in terms yeah. of the threads that are reaching out of both ends of it. You yeah, know? Um, I think now that you're talking about it, the more I think about it, probably that scene in the Sarlacc pit, Return of the Jedi, yeah. was like, Ooh. that was a scene for me where I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shit going That's down. a deeply yeah. horrifying scene yes. uh, yeah. in your imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's Until gr- Han Solo starts scene. going, Boba Fett? Boba yeah. Fett? <laughs> Fuck Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and like the more, like, it's, I, like, I think you might have ruined Boba Fett for me when you're like, he doesn't do fucking anything. <laughs> he fails at and doing I'm like, his job, right. but Darth Vader does for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing that he knows to do is when they get ejected in the trash, he's yes. like, they might be in this trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then his cool jetpack that everyone loves because he has a jetpack gets a hole in it and he trips and falls to his death. <laughs> and like, because he they... has a cool helmet. Everyone likes him. You know who else has a cool helmet? Everyone who has a helmet in Star Wars. <laughs> everyone. And then they and retconned we... his storyline to be like semi emotional, where he's like holding his dead father's head in his hands mm-hmm. after Samuel L. Jackson cut it off. And when you think about. How that storyline progresses, it just doesn't. It just no. he's gone for one movie and then he appears for like thirty seconds in Empire and then he's dead in Jedi. Yeah. His existence in the prequels was 
strictly so fan service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And you know, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. those were what they were. And yeah. I've come around on most aspects of them, but you it's know. fucking fan service in my opinion. Oh yeah, it really is. And Lucas service. He just wanted to play with his new CGI toys. Yeah. The one thing though is if you ever watch a prequel with a kid, they do respond to mm-hmm. it pretty well. Well, and it's colors. like exactly, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one we have to ask like I always uh you know the red letter media videos? Yep. I love them. They're so yep. funny. But they do this one about the prequels where they do an experiment where they ask someone, Okay, oh, yeah. describe Han Solo. And then they describe Han Solo and they're like, Oh, he's you know, they but the the rule is you're not allowed to say the actor of the of of the character. They say describe him without saying Harrison Ford, and they do it. And they go, now describe Qui Gon Jinn. And all anyone can say is they're like, well, he's uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. And, he, and but that's it's a very good representation of the unfair rubric by which we uh, yeah. review the prequels. Because yeah. Han Solo had three movies and decades worth years. of just we've built this mythos around yep. him, whereas Qui Gon Jinn had two hours. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. Now. I think that the experiment, what they're trying to say is, like, what they're trying to say is sound. Of course, those characters aren't as well developed. But it's always been this weird, unfair rubric where we assume that the prequels were for us. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't entirely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that said, Attack of the Clones is, like, shit. Yeah, yeah, that movie stinks. And my friend George and I argue about this all the time, because he thinks Phantom Menace is the worst. But that last lightsaber battle saves it. Oh, yeah. There's oh, some really good images. Attack of the Clones. Lots of good stuff in Phantom Menace. I can't remember a goddamn thing about Attack of yeah. the Clones, except for Obi-Wan goes to that cool planet that has, that's raining all the time. Like Camino. a Seattle, Seattle planet. Yeah. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Portlandia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine those tall-ass aliens playing in a grunge band when he gets there? You know? I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing if they go into like a bar there and it's just like the cantita, yeah. but there's just like a guy in flannel and a winter hat yes. with an acoustic guitar playing, Pearl Jam. <laughs> playing like yeah. ukulele doing yeah. like Eddie Vedder shit. Yeah. <laughs> but he, <laughs> there's just like the Thank subtitles you, at the bottom is he. <laughs> <laughs> That, like, essentially happens in the special edition of Return of the Jedi, by the way. Yeah, if George Lucas is listening, he's going to hear that and go, let's put that into... Yeah, yeah, That's a a great idea. He's probably got a button on one of his computers, like, that just does that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the the ad needless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Script script writing algorithm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's uh, that's how that shit's written. They did a thing on South Park uh, years ago where they cut to, like, a commercial between... You know, they they insert their own commercials sometimes. And they were re-releasing the first season of South Park. But back when we made South Park, we didn't have the budget to do what we really wanted to do. So (laughs) now, in Cartman Gets an Probe, there's Tauntauns, (laughs) AT-ATs. And, like, they do a whole thing where they... You know, there's... Dubex, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that captures very much what is wrong yeah. with the, prequel, uh, with the uh, special edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh, um, well, so I was going to say like that. I think that's pretty uh, a good point to where it's like, okay, so we've got this original trilogy. That means I think especially people our age means a lot to us. We didn't, you know, we were not alive when they were being released, but we were yeah. born in the interim between old Star Wars and prequels, right? Mm. We were the generation that was like, man, it would be cool to get more Star Wars, you know? Because, yeah. like, we had these VHS tapes that our uncles all showed us, yeah, and we knew they were and cool. Showed it to us. Yeah. Uh, and and then we were the generation that was young enough to sort of, like, get the prequels and, like, yeah. oh, these are, this is exciting, more yeah. Star Wars, you know? 
and, and then we watched our original trilogy was bastardized over the yep. course of special, special, special edition, yep. final, yep. final. We promise. It, it wasn't until the past couple of weeks that I even saw the special editions. Oh, interesting. Well, because I'd always just seen it on TV yep. growing up, yep. and then like you know, I, I never went to go see those. So yeah. I probably had seen the pieces of them because that's all that was yeah. ever on TV. But having gone back to watch them, I was amazed at. Short of the really obvious, like, garbage things, it was tough to tell. Yeah. And I just wonder if that's something with time or just the fact that I never really got to see the side-by-side comparison. Yeah. I think the scene with Han Solo talking to Jabba the Hutt... That is a nightmare. Yeah. I think, in in theory, that scene helps out a little bit with more with the storyline. Sure. Like, yeah. And introducing Jabba as, like, this almost big bad kind of guy and just giving a little more meat to Han Solo's backstory. Because mm-hmm. if you look at A New Hope in a Vacuum, like... Han Solo is just kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, like yeah. Guy. He's and, just a cowboy. But if you give him like a little bit of that backstory, I think in theory that scene would have worked. But yeah, like you said, it was very poorly done. It's poorly. Well, and like well, Jabba's had... not even the same fucking size that he is yeah, in Jedi. Yeah. Like, how well, does that make any fucking sense? When they conceived Jabba initially, at least that ca- they used the character name and just had him be just yeah. some like it was a royal dude. looking fat guy. Yeah. And so they just put that over him. So it's like they didn't look that far ahead. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's painful fan service. Yeah. yeah. But so now we're at this point again, yeah. right? We had another interim of there'll probably never be Star Wars again. Mm. And now we're back. We got Star Wars again. And we're on and our we're third cycle. we're always going to have Star yes. Wars. This we will be die never ending before cycle. Star Wars stops making movies, yes. which breaks my heart. But, you know. Same. It's a good thing, though. I don't know. If they keep coming out like this, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in. Uh, so far, I'm, I think they're three for three, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I like these movies. But so it's interesting because we are this interesting generation that... Uh, we grew up in the first dark period, right, between, and then we watched the prequels come out and were maybe disappointed by them and then went through another dark period. And now we have this new, new series that they started off with The Force Awakens, where it was very much sort of, if we had been clamoring for more Star Wars for 40 years, it was the exact, like, this is probably what you've been clamoring for. Yeah. You well, know, it was reboot. like... Yeah, you know, we did the prequels, and then we saw a million different franchises get prequels. Every mm-hmm. horror movie has. Mm-hmm. Where did the killer come from? Mm-hmm. So this was the the reboot in the clothing of a sequel. Yes, you know, like yeah. yeah, they had to get a new generation. And to speak, you know, speaking on that whole generational thing, I think that we're also a much more vocal generation. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> we are a much more vocal generation, and yeah. in that sense, we're also much more judgmental generation true so even even just by doing this podcast we are literally sitting down just to talk about our feelings about the movie uh-huh. which is unprecedented in the world of star wars that's up true until last yeah. and up until force up until the new ones yeah. yeah which and that's the thing that i think is so interesting about the force awakens and i'm i'm sort of i'm doing all this preface to get to last jedi because yeah. i think this is this builds nicely to what the last jedi ends up kind of like being about but so the force awakens is kind of a repackaging of what we love about Star Wars, right? If the prequels were turned out to not be what we love about Star Wars, well, then what do we love about Star Wars? And it's like a repackaging. I want to jump on what you said before I stepped out to do the quickest pee in the world. Yeah, That was Um, very quick. I'm very impressed. It was really just a shotgun blast. Um, (laughs) Your your bathroom is covered in piss. Yeah, cool. Uh, (laughs) I'm surprised I didn't hear any screaming. (laughs) You kidding me? I drowned those screams out. um, I'm soaked. You guys didn't ask why I'm so wet. You also smell very bad. um, You were saying how our our fans now, like we are now very reactionary. Yeah. And now we also exist at a time where studios will hear our reaction and respond to them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to the benefit of the product and sometimes to its detriment. And I think the the Force Awakens was, that was a detriment to that movie because I think that 
Disney and and JJ Abrams to an extent, like it's called Disney Fox now. Disney Fox <laughs> wanted to almost kind of dip their toe in the water, but like like hey, do you guys, do you guys like this? They want to fill like fill it with some familiarity, yeah, while giving some new characters. Mm-hmm. And the the new characters were the best part. Like yeah. the familiarity, mm-hmm. everyone complains about. Like yeah. another fucking Death Star. Like we, yeah. we get it. When I was talking to Ryan about uh, Ryan Silverstein of the, he was saying how the first time he watched The Force Awakens, he knew Han Solo would be in it. Yeah. But when he showed up, it was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, yeah. I was just yeah. so into these other yeah. these other new characters that I yep. forgot about that. I went in knowing Han Solo was gonna die, and it broke my heart. <sighs> I didn't know for sure, but I knew. In my heart, of I had a good we all feeling. understood yeah. that Harrison yeah. Ford's agreement was, "You yeah. gotta kill me, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. or I don't do I'm it." Too old. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my plane. <laughs> uh, but I do think, like, th- so I rewatched Force Awakens the other night in preparation for this. I think that movie works pretty good, actually. Yeah, like, I like that movie. But what is interesting is, so that movie is the repackaging of, okay, so if you didn't like the prequels, what did you like about the originals? They sort of repackaged them, mm-hmm. and it's like, and we're all like, "Yeah, that is what we liked about them. That's great. Like, keep doing that." But I think in our heart of hearts, like a lot of real Star Wars fans were like, well, no, like, don't keep doing that, though. Yeah. Like, that was really nice that you yeah. built our confidence back up with that. Thank you. But let's but, see what else you got. Yeah. Let's like, what forward. else do you have? We need to move forward. Mm. And they had kind of announced the spinoff series, the uh, Star Wars stories, sort of like the announcement itself was basically like, and yeah, we're finally going to step out of the Skywalker story and start mm-hmm. giving you other stories. And then they didn't. And then they didn't. Rogue <laughs> One not. ended up essentially being, no, it's a good one, but essentially say, Rogue is One another is prequel. very highly ranking Dark Forces the video game. Yeah. yeah. And the completely retconned out, uh, uh, what's his name? Kyle. Like Kyle. Katan. McLaughlin. Kyle Katarn or something like Katarn. that. Katarn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ka- uh, Kyle, Kyle Katarn. I think that's right. Yeah. I actually, what is Kyle Katarn? I don't know. It's this video game that, yeah. not to, I don't want to spend too much time no, on please. It's a video game that essentially told the Rogue One story in a completely different story. Uh, okay. well, Kyle yeah, well, Katarn was like a Han Solo-esque character. And he that, snuck in uh, and stole the Death Star plans himself pretty yeah. much. And That's and, cool. But yeah, yeah Kathleen cool. Kennedy I think Rogue One and the story was better, but I, I was always hoping they'd bring Kyle Katarn into yeah, make him a cool character. universe. Yeah. Yeah. But so... You know, Rogue One is like kind of a prequel. It's a good, it's a really good one. I really liked it, but it's it doesn't take a step outside of the universe like we thought yeah. that it might. And that's where I think is like the interesting way to start talking about the Last Jedi, which is I think the first Star Wars movie that legitimately pushes Star Wars forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, they did a whole bunch of new things. They brought in new tech. Yep. Um, so we have the hyperspace tracking that yes. you can do. Yep. They brought in that big cannon thing. Mutations of yes, the big cannon thing, which was uh, he said be... it was a retrofit Death right. Star tech. Right. Right. I love that Finn, the janitor, just also yes. knows all of the inner workings of yeah. everything. Guess part of his programming. Yeah. They brought That's why in never cross a janitor. New weapons. <laughs> they brought in new robots. They yeah. brought in new creatures. Yeah. New force powers. But yes. everything seems like a natural progression from something totally. that exists. So I, I understand there has been some pushback. I think and so. It's for it's it's funny because the original pushback was the Force Awakens too similar. It's, yep. And now this is too different. But for my money, I think that by introducing these new, very imaginative ideas yes. that are standing on the shoulders of pre existing ideas, the core novelties that we love about Star Wars, they really uh, they they just made a good choice by by embracing this felt that aspect. Very Star Wars, yeah. Man. You know, like this does not feel outside. And of there's Star still Wars handheld trench warfare yes. camera work going yes. on, which is from Rogue, Rogue One. One. Um, there is still there's a couple of when uh, when Kylo Ren, it looks like he's about to blow up Leia and they go back and forth and do like a crossfade between yeah. their faces. Yeah, that's sort of new to Star Wars. Yeah. The whole force it still thing. speaks that yep. language. Yeah, yep. it's it. 
that's a very impressive thing. This is clearly made by a team that loves, you know, loves the material. Yeah, it you know, it feels like um so like, you know, Rogue One almost has this feeling of like Star Wars fan fiction of like this was mm-hmm. made by people that loved and grew up on Star Wars yeah. and wrote their own Star Wars story they with their action Mads figures. Mikkelsen, so they yeah, got you him. know. But this feels like this doesn't feel like fan fiction. This like it feels really like we're back. Yeah, we're yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, do you understand the distinction? I, I, I know exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. It, well, it feels it's like not a one of the tent pole chapter. It's yes, a very hard chapter. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it Rogue belongs alongside yeah. the yeah. you know the original trilogy in, in that this is the this is the main through line story. Yes, but it it also is new in that sense where. Yeah. We are continuing that story, but we're also kind of cutting the cutting the ties there. It's yeah. like when you order a pay per view and you watch the Rogue One pre card fight, and then <laughs> this is the main event. Uh-huh. That you fucking this is what you paid a hundred dollars pay per view to see. Only unlike when that happens, we didn't leave going. You know what? That undercard was actually a lot better. Yeah, yeah. you know I, that was this was who trained these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's I, all about money to these idiots. <laughs> I have like very very few nitpicky complaints about the movie that we'll get into but i want to start off with right at the beginning yeah uh after the scrolling text um <laughs> can i say something about the scrolling text yeah. i said this to yeah, garrett this is funny. every scrolling text in every star wars is just a wordy way of saying the bad guys are back the good guys are back join us in a yeah. battle between the good guys and bad guys already in progress <laughs> yeah. every single every one yeah. says that and this one used four paragraphs with which to do <laughs> exactly that yeah but I like um, that. I still like reading them though. Yeah. But, oh so yeah, they're amazing. The very first shot after the scrolling text ends. So yeah. like, think about um, a New Hope. Yes. Where that shot big ship transitions very slowly from where the scrolling text ends. Yeah. Slowly panning down to where Leia's ship is, and then all of a sudden it's under attack. Yes. Very cool. This this very first shot, I feel like they're like scrolling text is away. Like you said, very campy text, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> they like yeah, zoom yeah, right yeah. into it. And I'm like, okay, that was a little bit jarring. Like that was, at that point, I was like, but it wasn't jar jarring. You know, it wasn't jar jarring <laughs> yeah. at all. It was. I was like, this seems a little bit weird. And like yeah. at that point, I was like, we're not really starting off on the right foot here, guys. And oh. then, but once fucking Poe Dameron gets into his X-wing, yeah, Consummate sell me hunk. 25 tickets to that fucking yeah. show every time. Yeah, because he first of all, he's uh, making curly haired people look badass, <laughs> which I'm very. Dan and I are very yeah, happy. It's very important to you too. Uh, secondly. That jawline, fantastic. Oh, love I wish it. I had one. Yep. You don't have one. I'm trying. I, uh, <laughs> I shaved the beard to create the illusion. I was going to say, that's, yeah. 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 Um, and third, just the, the shit that he can do with a fucking... Holy cow. X-Wing is yeah. insane. Well, he's such a good flyboy kind of... Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my biggest complaints about The Force Awakens. And it's not really a complaint. It's just that he was underused. Yeah. And uh, But at the same time, you know, we that one was more of the transitionary movie yeah. of getting... You know, just getting all the pieces that are still alive back in play. Yeah. So he was kind of sidelined, but to open with him and to immediately have the introduction to his arc. Yeah. As you know, run and gun, we got to blow shit up. You know that. Yeah. And then that so, felt yeah. very Star Speaking Wars. Speaking of to that, me. so my next complaint is, and I had the same complaint with Force Awakens. Yeah. A little too much humor, and I like the humor. Really, but, I liked the humor in this quite but a bit. The, I mean, that when he was like, "I'm on hold for uh, what, what is what's Hux's Hux. title?" Uh, oh, uh, he was Commander General Hux. Hux. Yes, General at Hux. That point, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. No, all right, I'll hold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm on the. I'm on with you right now. Yeah. Can you, you didn't hear like me? that? I I thought it was funny. I thought but that I was, was like, so good, dude. That's like straight out of A New Hope. That's, that's the first Han thing he Solo did. talking to the. Yeah, oh, we're all that. fine down here. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 
in in Force Awakens, <laughs> the very first thing he does when he gets brought up in front of Kylo Ren, who Kylo talks Ren's first? looking at him, he's like, "Yeah, who talks first? Do I talk first? How does yeah. this work?" Like, yeah. He's immediately. No, I mean, but I, it speaks I, to his character too. It's, not a, it's just an observation. Because yeah. even with uh, with Princess or General Leia says, yeah. you know, you. Not everything needs to hop in the next wing and be blown up. Sometimes yeah. you have to think. And he's very much, we actually talked about this on our last show about Black Christmas. Yeah. He's very much the man that's just, we got to do something. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. As long as it's anything, we just got to do it. Is there a problem? I'll solve it. I'll solve it. Here Whatever go. it is. Let's go. Let's so just move forward. We'll figure it out. It's his fucking fault that shit goes wrong in the end. Yes. Yeah. Now, in his defense, I do wish that they explained to him the larger plan. When yeah, he was like, that's just really poor communication. That was a little bit, you yeah. know. But at the same time, I think that also was General Leia's. Uh, she wanted to teach him the yes. lesson of sometimes you have to trust, yeah. you know, the people that say they know what they're doing. Well, in one of the big themes of this movie, you know, they say it like out loud when we get that really awesome Luke and Yoda scene is, "Hey, a lesson you can teach is mistakes." Like yeah. one of the lesson, one of the teachable things is like the prequel is what you do yeah. wrong. It like <laughs> they did learn though, yeah. <laughs> and and so that's like Leia's letting him make his own mistake. You know, that's yeah. the teachable moment to him is like and okay. he does have that redemption sort of thing at the end with the uh, the oh they call them speed skimmers I think yeah ski, yeah. ski speeders something like that. Yeah. I, I know ski the word skeeters. skim was in there. Yeah, skim speeders maybe skim speeders might yeah. have been it. They had uh, all ski ski motherfuckers. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were jet motos, but with less of the jet motos. Yes. I love jet. <laughs> and, and Ryan Johnson knows his way around a jet moto. If anyone's seen Looper, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, even he has the you know pull out fin, pull out. Yeah. You know yeah. you're gonna sacrifice. For, I you totally know, thought thing. they were gonna kill him. I did too, and I, I really don't too. want to. I really like Finn's character. I know, but I, but I was like, and that's they that's, did close that off his like, phasma arc. That is one of yeah. my huge, huge like A plus columns about this movie is that yeah. the fact that I thought they had the balls Me to too. kill Finn and at one point kill Ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like. I didn't know what was going to happen yeah. at all. And that yeah. might have been, you know, you know, I, even though we knew they were going to kill Han Solo, yeah. it might have been a result of the fact that they, you know, had the balls to kill off Han Solo. Yeah. But the fact that, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, and I'm like, I'm looking at my girlfriend, I'm like, I think he's going to fucking die. I know. Well, and in his case, too, like, I immediately had the thought, like, oh, yeah, like, this actor is, like, more than anybody else in this cast is, like, popping he's off. Blown he's up. in a ton yeah. of stuff. He's like, got that new it would make sense single. for him to be like, you know what? I'm out. Give me a character, yep. like, a really heroic ending, and, and I'll be done. I'm yeah. cool with that. You ever see him with his buddies, though, on, like, red carpets? Oh, yeah, I know. They're, yeah. like, so just jacked to they be tied to Star that, Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. I almost don't want him to leave because, in a way, you're like, this yeah. kid is, is us uh, who just wanted to be a Star Wars yeah. and right. now is Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, so I like I bought into it too. I was yeah. like, I think they might be killing him, and I like, mm. and it all and it all added up to me. You know, I was like, this actor probably is like, that's fine. I got a hundred other franchises I'm in, and mm. you know, can I just say though, I'm gonna that be in the, Detroit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that movie? Oh, not what was that movie? What was the name of the the girl? Rose. Uh, Rose. Rose. Rose's maneuver to uh, quote unquote to save him incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very risky. But, but I mean, you know, though, I love that what what her line that she said was all about the the hope thing, where she said. Uh, you know, we're not going to win this by destroying what we hate. Yeah. We have to save what we love. Yeah. And I love that. I thought yeah, it was a little bit, a... I thought it was a little bit cheese ball, but I loved it too. You know, it's though, great. I've yeah. been watching. I watched nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with ball all of the pre- yeah. all of the Star Wars movies leading up to this in chronological order of, of not release, but of plot. Yeah. yeah. And it was very interesting by the time I got to the original trilogy, how much of the character development we created in our minds yes. when the machine was working. Yeah. I'm willing to forgive a fair amount of cheesy dialogue in Star Wars Certainly. because going back to the original trilogy, there's quite a bit of oh, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things, I think we talked about this on Based on Nothing when yeah. we did how uh, Luke and Obi-Wan know each other for like a day. Uh, yep. 
before Obi-Wan's dead. And he um, mourns the fuck out of it. Mourns him. the fuck out of it. Uh, Princess Leia's think, planet blows up, and yeah. she does not give a shit yeah. two seconds after it's over. Yeah. But but we do, and yeah. and yeah. the movies, the magic of the movie does work. Yes, but uh, you know, and so it, you can't really criticize the movie for that. But anytime I see like something where I go, uh, I end up leaning towards that explanation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's cool, and and Rose is a cool character. I enjoyed her quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, so yeah, it's like that that worked. She was a very symbolic person. She yes. had the matching necklace with with her sister. She yep. had. You know, she she was all about that kind of stuff. That whole bomber sequence in the beginning was so cool. Yeah, I have a yeah. question about that too. Another one of my nitpicky things oh, is no, like, no, please nitpick because so, that's the yeah. so ha, so okay. So sorry, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. She's dropping the bombs onto the dreadnought. Yes, mm-hmm. which is a badass name for a totally yeah. badass name. Um, Still built with a weakness. How can <laughs> she breathe? Because she's just laying on a grate. The way well, that, but like, that's the grate. Oh, it's only the grate between her and space. It's, it's, but okay, space, space go science. all the way back to A New Hope, where we watch ships just enter the Death Star and land. I know. It's it's totally just one of those it, things yeah. where we know that the atmosphere Fine. extends to a certain point. Yeah, know. You know, it's stupid. I told you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, see, we have to go back to a prequel movie where we meet the inventor of gravity yeah. fields yeah, and yeah, oxygen yeah, exactly. and ships when yeah. he's a little boy, yeah. and then we watch him grow up very, very boringly. Yeah, yeah. And then you know he invents. I'm it. willing to buy into it because that is just a rule of the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. I don't need to know why. I don't need to know how. As long as it's consistent and it's always it, been and consistent. And it's always consistent within yeah. itself. And appa- yeah. Well, I mean, uh, apparently uh, you can breathe in space because uh, hey. General Leia did not. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, interesting thing about that. Yeah, can in... we talk about that scene? That we will another... in a second. Okay. In 2001 A Space Odyssey, there's the scene where uh, Black Christmas star Kira Delia yep. is trapped outside and has to basically use the vacuum of space unprotected to jettison himself back to the main thing uh, to sneak in behind Hal's coding. And that was something that Kubrick and Arthur C. Clarke took very seriously in, in researching. And the science of that scene is sound. Mm-hmm. So for a short amount of time, you can survive in the vacuum, cold, and oxygenlessness of space as long as those elements are a little bit there and it's quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you might come out of it with a full body pressure bruise, but you will be okay. Right. And so... The science is sound enough that I'm ready to... to also, she could have, like, used the force to I fill know, her lungs right. with air. Well, no, I'm talking and... about the about Rose's sister. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. Leia, that yeah. was just... She's just a force wizard. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that was, was so bad. That was amazing. You know, though, I was weirded out about it at first, when yeah. I first... The first time I saw it, but I was so happy that she was okay. Yeah. But watching you watch it, Garrett, oh. that's the most audible I've ever heard you in a movie. Dude. Just having a fucking shit fit. Oh, <laughs> so my that, God. So it's, it's got to be good. In a good way? Oh, I loved it. Talk yeah. about it. I, I love... So, like, okay. The quote was, oh, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here, but Because here's the thing. Here's the experience I had with that scene, which is why I was like, I loved it so much. She's gone. Yeah. Like, we lost her. And we all expected her to die because Carrie Fisher passed yeah, away. Yeah, like... We expected that character to be eliminated. that the two characters from the original show that they killed off are the only two that are alive in yeah. their life. Yeah, yeah. It's so... So Carrie Fisher died, right? And yeah. so I, I go into this movie knowing that Ca- Carrie Fisher is gone and she's not going to be able to be in the next one. And I also... So, like, I had read an interview a while ago with somebody that was like, this did ultimately, like, affect the trilogy we were going to make because it was going to be the Han Solo movie, the Luke Skywalker movie, the Leia movie. Mm -hmm. So this movie was written as the Luke movie with it in mind that they would make another movie. Hi, Mackie. 
Mikey. We'll just say it real loud so you don't have to feel like you need to be quiet while you maneuver around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie was made with the idea that there would be, you know, the next movie would be Leia's movie. So I, as soon as that started happening and I realized like she was about to get sucked out of the ship, you, that was when I started audibly going like, oh, oh no, oh, yeah. oh, because I was like, oh, this must be how they solved that problem. They're just going to kill her in and universe. It feels so brutal at first, too. I know. Because that was, we ran into our the Super Cops guest, yes. Mike, and that was his reaction was when she gets first blown up, it was like, that that's that actually isn't cool. Like, yeah. It literally cool ripped us. my heart out. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I was actually like, I was impressed by it. I was like, wow, that's so daring, you know, especially because Carrie is actually dead and blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? And then when... She was really good in this, too. For someone oh, who was, was so like good. down in the last yeah. stages of her life... Yeah. She brought it. She's great. Oh, when she's firing that blaster oh, in yeah. that one shot towards the end, I was like, yeah. But even when there's just scenes of her barking orders, yes. you're like, man, like, you, you've earned rank of general just in my world. Yes. You know? like, yep. And in my bedroom. Oh. <laughs> Princess Leia, where are you oh, yeah. tonight? I, I love that song. Uh, but so then. Oh, you'll love it. When we get that close up of her floating out in space, then I was like, oh my God, they are going to kill her. And this is like such a beautiful way to pay tribute yeah. to her where we get to. They're sort of like creating a statue out of her. You know what I mean? Mm. And then when she started like... she's like, fuck this. Yeah, when she started moving <laughs> yeah. and you saw like her eyes... I, I thought she was going to hallucinate Han Solo and it was going to be like the first surreal artistic yeah. flourish. Um, I thought I mean, she was going first, to implode like, the uh, Star Destroyer with her hand. Yeah. And, like She's been saving up all these Force abilities like her entire life, which I think is the yes. ultimately what she did anyway. Yes. But I thought she was going to just like, like crunch it like a fucking tin can. Yeah. And yeah. then just like... All right, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be, like, probably the first time since Jedi that they did a surreal hallucination Mm -hmm. moment where she sees Han and, you know, he's like, hey, kid. Or if she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. We're not going to do that old line again. (laughs) Let's do it. And then they go into space together. So I don't know. When they then reveal that she's using the Force to pull herself back, I think because I had had this very emotional ride over those couple of minutes of like, oh, my God, they're killing her. Oh, my God, they're definitely killing her. And they're paying this beautiful tribute to her. Oh, my God, she has the Force powers that we knew she had all along. And she's going to be able to use them to save herself. That was like cathartic. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like this... And it was also like that actually was the great way to pay tribute to the legacy of Carrie Fisher oh, and Leia is that she actually is this powerful and this mm. in control. And that, you know what I mean? Like, it, And it says a lot about her character, too. Like she's always known she's had this since yes. Jedi, but she chose diplomacy That's right. and, and playing into the system. That's right. Whereas Luke, you know, first tried religion, we'll say, uh-huh. and then just did exile. Yeah. You know, and, and Yoda did exile, which right. I think makes since we'll get into that later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, and so I love that just in that one moment, she did show a little bit of faith yep. and then got right back to diplomacy. Yeah. It's, that's really cool. I, I, I just, it really worked for me. It was like such a cathartic moment that I felt like was such a great celebration of her legacy as that character. Oh, yeah. yeah, for that, sure. Uh, I just, I loved it. Uh, and there, I mean, that shot of her just basically becoming the true space princess as she's just floating herself through space you know i was like this is amazing and even when she comes like is back on her feet at the end she enters in white gown bandaged head and all that so so good good. and just shoots poe yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) oh yeah that was great so good i I, Uh, oh uh, speaking of like reactionary moments like i'm just i'm taking we can jump around a little bit Mm -hmm. so i felt a little bit gypped also by the the reaction, the initial reaction Luke had with getting the lightsaber back. When he throws it? Because at the yeah. end of Force Awakens, like the entire movie is building up the moment, you're like, that's fucking awesome. 
I can't wait to see what happens. Uh-huh. I'll see you in two years. Uh-huh. And then he just like, yeah, fuck all that. Fuck this. And yeah. I was like, all right, uh, uh, what? I think that suits with a lot it. of what they're doing into yeah. the movie is because a lot of this movie is about out with the old, in with the yeah, new, they made respect up for to it, the old. Certainly, but like my initial reaction was like, what the? Fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was weirded out by the end of the Force Awakens because it's yeah. like you could walk a little closer to him <laughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah. you do that, yeah, and then yeah. just hold it there for. a li- So also, I honestly like, thought point, it was going to be gonna stop holding it. Yeah. Andrew, I'm getting tired. Well, I thought that he was just going to be like, can you bring that over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yep. No, I'm not going to. But did you did you see me peeing? Yeah. How long have you been there? Yeah. Well, I, I've been turning off the force. <laughs> no, but they, they, they worked very hard to move beyond the old stuff. Yeah. And I love how they did that. That's a big charged moment. Yes. And they played it for humor. But it fit exactly yeah. what Luke is doing. Yeah. Um, and it also said to us what Yoda said to us, which is like, get rid of all that spiritual shit. It's yeah. time to just, you know, Jedi versus Sith. Yeah. They did it with, can we go there? Everyone's like, who is Snoke? Yeah. Just some old ass bitch. Yeah. They cut that. Who are Ray's parents? No one fucking Nobody. Cares. Nobody. And none of those reveals ultimately felt unsatisfying to me. Right. Because they worked in teaching the lesson of you are tied to all of these old things, and I promise you they do not matter. Although, Let me replace them with this. And that works. Yeah. After the movie, uh, Mary and I went to a, a bar where they serve alcohol. Oh, and blue after. Milk? Uh, Did they serve blue milk? No. From the titties of the giant space no, walrus? I, <laughs> I asked. They, they were plumb out, though. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. The, the uh, milk comes from a, from I had a titty. A, I came up with a like half-drunken theory that I think maybe Kylo might have been lying to her about her parents. Or oh, I was going to ask that yeah. question eventually. Because in that moment, he's trying to convince her of something. And if you strip her of everything she's been trying to obtain, yeah. you're more easily going to get the reaction you want. Well, and I think that scene was Mary probably said, planted to pull that card later if yeah. needed. Yep. Mary told me that was fucking stupid. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it's know. stupid. I think we are meant to. Ex- I, I do think that we are meant to accept that her parents were nobodies. Yeah. But that is the scene that any writer would lean on for a retcon. Yeah. Well, I also and it would work. The oh, yeah. Snoke has a line earlier in the movie where he tells Kylo, or he's not even telling Kylo. He's like talking ominously about Kylo to Hux right mm-hmm. in front of Kylo. And he says, like, you find someone's weakness and you exploit it for yeah. your own benefit yeah. well, to control them Hux, through their weakness. He's like, why do you think I keep some pansy-ass wild card around? Right. Because I can use him. I can right. control him. Yeah. And so he honestly probably is lying to her about her parents because that's what he's doing. He and knows that, that's her weakness and he's exploiting it to try and gain control over her. What, can I just ask real quick, what were your audible, if any, reactions to that slow motion scene where you see Kylo and Re- and Ray back to back with lightsabers and fuck they're able to fucking loved fight. it. Cuz I favorite. screamed out in the theaters, fuck yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. The, when I went opening night, the whole theater went I was a little disappointed. Bananas. I was a little disappointed with my theater because yeah. you know, I every every new Star Wars Our theater today was, today was not great. Yeah. It was well, it was there was a lot of kids there. I yeah. fucking hate the pearl and it will always be the pearl. Yeah, yeah. It's better than it used to be because yep. there is assigned seats. The problem is because there's assigned seats, there's no uh there's no incentive to show up on time yeah there's also a lot of people just coming in sitting down and then someone else's seat Reshuffling. comes in yeah. um yeah. but, but it, it really was Star not Wars as bad as, they've, been as, no. as it's been yeah. ever like lucasfilm everyone i've been in lucasfilm comes up cheered golf, yeah. little golf clap yeah and then and then i was like yeah 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 well i was like okay whatever all right a little more Conservative. That's crowd. why you pay the money for opening night, man. I did. Last night it. was opening night. <laughs> Movies open on fucking Fridays. Thursday right? night was opening no, night. No, it's a fucking. I don't want to get into this. No, it's a, no, it's on, a, hey, no. On. I hear you. So the ship, the ship that they're all in. I'm just gonna 
you know, only again, a Sith deals in absolutes. Around. Yeah, right. it's a little Yoda I for you. I absolutely think. Which that is funny because that is that's an absolutist uh, statement. Really yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah. We might want to widen like that. Half the Sith deal yeah, in absolutes. Yeah. Eighty percent. Yeah. Right. Well, of the and Siths. other non-Siths <laughs> also deal in absolutes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you just did, yeah, Yoda. Yeah. You. Oh, are you a puppet or are you not? I'm gonna go kill a bunch of younglings because that's bullshit. Well, listen, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but that might actually be like kind of the point of the prequel trilogy. Like, if you want to get like real heavy into it, that like actually the Jedi are kind of like the bad guys of the prequel trilogy. They're like not doing a good job. This comes down pretty hard on faith-based legislature. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you know, in some type of way. Well, that's why, like, when the scene when Luke is like, you know, carrying a pitchfork to the and and a torch to the fucking Jedi temple, and Yoda's like, hey. Uh, what do you, what do you got there, buddy? Yeah, I'm burning it all to the ground. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. he like stops. And he's like, I can't do it. And then yeah. he was like, I got this. Yeah. Lightning yeah, strike. Yeah, yeah. You fucking pansy ass. You understand? Yeah. None of this is fucking real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he had a great line when he was just like. He's like, but the texts are in there. Yeah. Wine, wine, wine. <laughs> and he's just like, did you read them? And he's like, well, you didn't back it up to the cloud. Page turners, they were not. Yeah, yeah. So good. By the way, you're doing a better Yoda voice than whoever they got to do the Yoda <laughs> it was voice. Frank in this movie. I thought it was, was it really? It was Frank Oz. But you got to think, Frank uh, he's, Oz he's is probably in his seventies. Frank Oz yeah. is dead. Frank Oz is not dead. Frank Oz is dead. Is he dead? Frank Oz is fucking dead. I was gonna say, I feel it like I saw an and Frank Oz on the credits. I just oh, poured man. a lot of whiskey into this. Better drink it. Yeah. I, I was going to say... Frank Oz dead. You might just Frank Oz is fucking dead, man. Or maybe that was Jim Henson. Jim Henson is dead. Jim Henson's definitely dead. Yeah. Frank Oz is 73. Okay. Hell yeah. And his last credit is Yoda in The Last I don't Jedi. Racist, Movies come out on Thursdays you, okay? when they're event films. <laughs> Sith! Sith! Yeah. Burn the Sith! Oh, that makes me happy, actually, because it did, it yeah. had a weird... Uh, At first it had, it had Uncanny like Valley face, yeah. but then it kind of went puppety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but Yoda's also old. That was one of the things I, I did not care for Yoda in the prequels. Yeah. Especially because they overdid the backwards it's talk crazy, in ways yeah. that just like yeah. made no sense. But when you see him in Jedi and he's been in exile for 30 years and he's like kind of batty and insane, yeah. that's a great transition. I, I like when they like bridge that legs, gap perfectly. Like that was good. That, yeah. yeah. They brought back that essence, which I like. We got to yeah. show Steve the Seagulls video. Oh. I've seen it. Oh, that yeah. is like I the think I sent thing. that to you. You may have. It's yeah. the best. The I'm bad lip Showing reading. you yeah. things you've seen before <laughs> yeah. and telling you things I've told you. <laughs> that is at the heart of our yeah, friendship. It really is. You, me, and Connor, we just cycle through shit we've already said to each other. And we're like, no, I said that to you. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> kind of if you're listening. Like, hey, my man. buddy was telling me the story. Yeah, but your buddy is me. I told <laughs> you that story. Um, so another quick hop, skip, Hit and it. jump to a random I, level. This is, I, I'm loving the way we're tackling we this, actually. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Star Wars. It's, like we're, quote, it's Ryan, like we're in most It's a lot of movies. It, it is a lot of movies. Yeah. And, and, and I, I like ju- that quote from that review because when I walked out of that movie, that's the only thing that rang in my head was when Jill wrote, it's a lot of fucking movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but so, have you guys seen uh, Strange Wilderness? No, but you know I know what funny? you're talking about. That is the number one. We're gonna watch that movie one day between me and Jenna. Okay, because she's seen. You gotta it. watch it. I've never seen it because I always fall asleep watching it because we put it on when it's late and I'm yeah. stoned. It's stupid. every piece I've seen of it though has been like reduced me to unable to breathe laughter <laughs> so because good. it's so goofy. So I would like to see it. There's this one it's scene with this shark going through the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the ship that they're in looks just like a shark, and so every time it came and they had that one shot that they kept using that goes across screen. All I could was. <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind it happened every time and it totally brought me out of the moment and it's yeah. not the fault of anyone but myself yeah. but I just thought like this <coughs> ship looks just like a shark like it had like little teeth at the yeah. bottom and I was like 
what a weird like did anyone say like hey this looks a lot like a shark is it yeah. weird to anyone else we just go okay we're gonna go with it that's fine yeah you know, in the right theater if you dropped the the laugh from that yeah. i bet someone would oh, respond yeah. to it and get it because you're right it does have that kind of dopey it's shark gotta, look. yeah it does yeah that said, I, uh, the design of all of the tech in this, dude, I was just is gonna really yeah. cool. So the I, ships look good. I the loved, cannon was sweet too. Yeah, I said that. I loved the Adat walkers that basically have like gorilla feet. Yes, yeah, yeah they're they, like, they like rolling on their over. front knuckles, for kind the of. Desert. Yeah, you know, for it, the like it, it, oh, I thought that was snow, by the way. And so, like, this, oh, that this character movie is, the best. is the longest Star Wars that we've had, uh-huh. and you know, my could have lost twenty minutes. My yeah. motto has always been. Unless you're watching a Judd Apatow film, more runtime, more fun time. I'm into that too. But I didn't want the movie to end at any point. More runtime, more fun time. That is so good. That's actually the name of my podcast coming yeah. up. Um, but so when we got to that planet, at, which I assume was covered in snow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking back to the trailer, like, wait, we didn't get to that play, that part with, the where red. They, with all the red shit flying yeah. around. I'm like, how fucking long is this movie? Like, yeah. I'm having a great time, but. What's what's the score here, man? Yeah. Like when when we I gotta pee real bad. <laughs> um, and then there was this a really obvious line from that one dude who's like, "Oh, it's salt." Yeah. They're like, "Thank God you." Well, because I thought the dude who stepped up was bleeding, and I'm like, yeah. "What fight did yeah. I miss?" Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then it's salt. It was like very. It was like a very like. Oh, I love, need that guy really, though. Yeah, I needed him. I th- I'm glad he was you there. You need him to tell. Well, because <laughs> if they were just doing the skimmers, you're like, "Well, what's." Yeah. Why? Why that? Because it's pretty, but because yeah. he goes salt, you're like, oh, this is a foreign rebel base yeah. to them. They yeah. don't know it, but yeah. you know that's. And then Mary brought up a good point last night too when we were talking about it, where she said the the crystal critters or whatever, yeah. they didn't really seem like Star Wars creatures. They seemed more like Narnia creatures. Yeah. to me, that's They're, true. Narnia. And a good I didn't word think about them. that until she said that. But they didn't not, use them too much, and they didn't really. Yeah. You're right. They didn't fit in design, but I also really liked them. I They're like cute them puppies. A lot. Yeah. And I think that's another just good example of like, hey, Star Wars, literally the point of this is that like it, it's this, you, you can just imagine from one frame yeah. that there's like so much more world and life. And so why can't there be these like more fantasy looking creatures mm-hmm. on some planet somewhere? I kind of like that it it and is, I think, trying to push that crystals. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like what we said about Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. The best kind of sci-fi is the kind that captures your imagination. Okay, no, this won't ruin anything. You really should. It's phenomenal. It's great. Um, But like, it captures your imagination without limiting you imagining further. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the reason why Star Wars took such a foothold culturally is because it's the perfect piece of that. Yes. It has so many imaginative things, and then it lets you kind of go, "Oh, but what if they did this?" Your brain just starts running with it. And the first generation people who who did that are now making it. So they're still carrying that torch. And that's why you know when when these movies fail, it's kind of a thankless job because you're given a blank canvas. Yeah. You're given a blank canvas with a with a hard border around it. Well, you're but, given the toys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you can, and that's what I mean. I think that like the 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 crystal foxes are like a pretty good example of like let's push it along a little bit. Yes, yeah. let's, let's open up the idea of other designs. And, and speaking of like opening that. up, and they looked good. They were really I, neat looking. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked them. They didn't they didn't well, come that, across again, as that's fake? Kind of and they served a nice flaw. little purpose. They weren't yeah. like just there. You know, I liked the big racing puppums that everyone oh, thought was yeah. going to be a pod race for I two it was seconds. A tauntaun. Oh yeah, dude! I loved that whole sequence. That yeah. that was a thing that felt very new to Star Wars. And actually, with, the, with that whole casino scene, they very easily could have fallen into the most Eisley Cantina, yeah, standard mm. you know thing you we've guys, done before. Did you guys notice that the music through that scene was yep. like a light bing, 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 sort of yeah. like yeah. cantina? I thought the guy they were looking for was going to be Lando. I really, oh, I, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, had that I was thought. like, he probably would have a pink flower. Yeah. He's a, he's a, a snazzy thought. guy. Uh, quick, I question. do like that they just showed that guy who's very much a Star Wars character, yeah. and they just he's never in it again yeah yeah 
Is the guy that the original guy they were looking for was that Justin Thoreau? I think it was. I was gonna yeah. ask that. That's who it seemed yeah. like to me too. I was, I was literally about to ask that now, but I couldn't remember his last name, and all I could think was Justin Guarini. <laughs> well, I, yeah. oh, you know what? It was Justin Guarini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 From Justin and to Kelly, Kelly Clarkson played BB-8 to Jakku. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, you know who does do vocal work for BB-8? Uh, yeah, fucking. Um, There's two. Hmm? There's two. Two men. Yeah. Uh, why am I? He's like my favorite fucking comedian. They're the guys behind alive. Documentary Now. Yeah, Fred Armisen, and I can't remember his other fucking name. Bill no. Hader. Bill Hader. And yeah. it's actually I'm Ben Bill Schwartz Hader myself and ben right Hader. now. Oh, you're right, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz Sorry. And yeah. And I think um, what's his name? The British guy, Scott uh, Simon Pegg, did a little bit too. He was the uh, the junk dealer in Force Awakens. Well, yeah, but I think they, when they, they recorded a little bit of his audio. Oh, interesting. They mixed like a bunch of shit yeah. in there. Oh, it, was yeah. like a, it was like a potpourri. Mm-hmm. That's another cool thing about Star Wars is we all know the sounds. Yeah. Um, we know what a lightsaber yeah. sounds like. Except I gotta say, I love the almost like heavy torque, uh, you know, diesel engine sound of Kylo Ren's Kylo lightsaber. Ren's saber, it yeah. has like the thunk, thunk, thunk behind yeah. it. But like everybody knows that TIE fighters sound just like hot death. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody, they, the fact that they keep all of these sounds is is pretty important to oh, the yeah. brand. And to that point, As, like that's when they dropped all the sound for that for one For the scene, torpedo, yeah. So awesome. That you could hear a fucking pin drop yeah. in that theater because I was like, we were all like, oh fucking shit. Yeah. You know, for a theater... That had like a little bit of chattiness in it. it. Yeah, there was no chattiness yeah. during that moment because yeah. everyone just had like a fuck. Yeah, I, I loved that huge ship that Snoke was in. By the way, oh that yeah, was oh, yeah, crazy. I liked his red room. Yeah, uh, during that 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 uh, where they introduced like ten new weapons. Yep. And Ray and Ren were fighting, oh, yeah. but yep. when the fire opens up yeah. and the red background is burning away to reveal space as they fight, like. That is why you hire Ryan Johnson, yes. and yeah. that's why he should hire Michelle McLaren because she did a lot of work like that for Breaking Bad. Uh, um, that whole scene she should was, get a Star Wars. That yeah. whole scene I, was she like needs a Star watching War. porn for me. Mm-hmm. I loved that scene so much. It's so yeah. this movie has a huge samurai movie influence on it, like yeah. in general. All the Luke stuff. You've got the the staircase up to the top of the mountain. You've got the the master that refuses to train the apprentice, so mm. the apprentice is just following the master around. The master around. who is kind of gross. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right? Like part yeah, of it. Wait, yeah. that island where they, like Skellig Michael in yeah. Ireland, I read an article that there's like this one group that brings people to and from the island. They can only do it six months out of the year because the the tide is so jarring that you can't bring people there all year but round. But not jar jarring. No, it's not Jar Jar. No. No, actually, it is Jar Jarring. Oh. It's, that, it's that fucked up. Ooh, me so no like. Now, there's like a wait list for like two years now to go oh, yeah. visit that island mm-hmm. because of this movie. And he's like, Star Wars is the best thing's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, when uh, when Borat came out, the Kazakhstan travel board yeah. thanked the movie because they were like, people are coming. Yeah. <laughs> people are coming to Kazakhstan, even though you depict it as like a horrifying shithole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's wild. I heard that there's a lot of penguins on that island, and that that's where the porgs came from, actually. Oh, they are very penguins. Oh, that's like fish birds. My, my girlfriend is a huge animal lover, so am I. And that scene where Chewie was about to eat yeah. his friend. Some and fried like, the, porgs. the porg is like, yeah. Like giving yeah. him the big, the big glassy he gave eyes. Him the puss and boots look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where me and my girlfriend at the same time go, oh, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, che- I, I Chewy actually, and his porgs. I would say Chewie was underserved, but I don't think that. I loved when he fucking around. bursts into Luke's oh, yeah. room. He's yeah. like, "You're coming with us, bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Chewie, Chewie what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a great line from Chewie, and yes, it was a great line from Chewie when he's about to jettison Ray down to uh, uh, Kylo Ren's ship. Yeah. And she's like, if you see Finn, tell him. Uh, and he's like, she's yeah. like, 
Tell him that. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. that's and a great he, Chewbacca oh, like that? Yeah. Yeah, If he good. went up to Finn and said that, you could probably mine a moment out of it. Yeah. yeah. I've been working on my Chewbacca for years, man. <laughs> it sounds like it's, yeah. you've done well. You've done Thank well. You. That's pretty you. good. I don't know where I'll ever... That was it. That was how it came from. Can you do the rest of the podcast just as Chewbacca? Agree, man. It's Friday's a release day. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, the the dice from Han Solo's yeah. mirror. That was a, that was just a dumb little throwaway gag in the first Star Wars. I don't game. remember those dice at all. They're there. Well, beca- well, that it's kind of a fan yeah. service moment because they never call attention to yeah. them. But it was something that when when movie mistakes started to be a thing or look for Easter eggs, people are like, oh, they put little golden dice on there, dice yeah. in the mirror. And uh, yeah, I, I was that moment was totally lost to me because I was like, I don't remember. I lost the science of it though of because someone gave it. Uh, Luke gave it to Leia. Yeah, and then Kylo Ren had it in his hand at some point, and it faded away. Yeah, I think that was an implication of their Force connection. Uh, okay, okay, but I'm not. I had the same thought like, within yeah, the can science. We, can of we that break moment. down that whole scene? Sure, that was fucking awesome. Too, I loved but it. But it was like, like you said earlier, it was like another thing that just like. We've never seen any shit like yeah, that before. Yeah. I, so you don't expect it. Right. And so I, I, I just assumed Luke was actually there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so it was so great how they sold us immediately on the idea of like, oh, yeah, Luke can just totally eat lasers. He's yeah. that strong now that yeah. lasers don't affect him. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and I, I bought and purchased that for the next yeah. 20 minutes yeah. until the reveal. That's that's really not cool. an easy Although sell. Although first, that first blast, because all the red dust, I thought they just <laughs> oh, fucking... Dude. Dude, glorified him. <laughs> well, because they they did a prerequisite of that. I was like, no, you can't, you can't play my boy Skywalker <laughs> like that, dude. They smartly teased that visual yeah. when the one red uh, guard stormtrooper kind of yeah. thing got thrown into the fan blade right. and just poof, exploded like that. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if it was Gru or armor because right. it was red. Yeah. And so they, I think that was a visual telegraph to help sell that Luke moment. Yeah. And I, like, I saw that. I was like, there's no way because yeah. they would not. Like, you have, like, it's like fucking... 40 years of movies surrounding this dude and you just yeah like throw his entrails everywhere yeah. like there's no fucking way he's going out like that so and then crazy. and then like that was awesome scene too like the character development for kylo ren in this movie is fantastic so great adam driver is one of the best actors working I right hated now him he's so for a good long time you yeah. should watch silence it's a long punishing movie but he will hey, blow like said, you away more fun time you know what i mean <laughs> It is. It is a Scorsese. Especially talking about the Catholic Church, am I right? Yeah, in Japan, in feudal in Japan, Japan, from Scorsese. Yep. Straight from the brows. It's yeah. rough. It's it's damn good. And I think Liam Neeson clocks in in what fifteen minutes of that three hour escapade. Yeah, and, and about four yeah. minutes before the end is when he shows. No, but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that scene, the character development of Kylo Ren. Yeah. So yeah, that scene, and he's like, like, like more, 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 and and like fire you see him, everything you have at that man. Like so I've never seen such anger in a Star Wars villain. I know that I can remember. I know, and, like seeing that raw they emotion, like that was fucking awesome. And then yeah. he's like, "I'm going down there," and then he just fucking tosses. Uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, oh Dom- Domino Riley yeah. Gleason. Well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna use his Harry Potter name, but I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah. is he one of the Weasleys? Yeah, he's a Weasley. Yeah. Is he a Weasley? Oh, Get out of here, Weasley! And then he just goes down and fights Ghost Luke. I just love that Hollow Kylo Luke. Ren, who started as essentially a fanboy, yeah, he, you know, he wears the helmet not because he needs to breathe, because yeah. he wants to look scary yeah. like Darth Vader. But having watched all of them in a row, Darth Vader in a vacuum until his redemption at the end is just plain evil. Yeah. Then we get his background and all that, but I, they did more to humanize and sell the idea that Kylo Ren is not fully corrupted, but is easily corruptible in two movies. Yep. And it took 
three prequels and you know the next few Star Wars movies to kind of do that to Darth Vader. Poorly, by That's, the way. Yeah, pretty poorly. And Kylo Ren is like... Badass. He's badass, but he's also the little bitch that they need him to be. Yep. It's, a, it's a pretty weighty performance that is almost outside of what we expect from Star Wars. We do the character development in our consumption of the media. Yeah. This does, did a lot for Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't always, I don't say I wasn't always on board. I've always liked Adam Driver, but when I saw him as the villain, I thought, like what you said during the movie, is that like he's kind of, he doesn't seem like uh, imposing. You know? Right. Like, at you know, that point where, where Kylo's like, listen, just fuck all this shit. Mm-hmm. Let's start our own thing. Uh-huh. There was a like, point, bro, in. A point of it. me was like, kind of like, yeah, Ray, I mean, it's kind of a good idea. Like, oh, yeah. Man, it's either that or you just keep the machine going. Like, what, mm-hmm. eh, what's going on? I don't know. Now I don't this know what I think. does cast doubt on the idea of, you know, in the same way that the Jedi have realized, this whole Jedi v. Sith thing, let's yeah. cut it. Yeah. yeah. The Republic v. whatever the new version of the Empire mm-hmm. is. Like, I'm starting to reach the point, Benicio. you know, where you're just like, yeah, where you're just like, do we even need, I mean, I guess we need some kind of government, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. Republic completely, you know, bloodless in this? Right, yeah, yeah. Benicio... It's, Wait, before great, we leave the Luke thing, I have to say I'm this. already I'm already out of the room. The no, second <laughs> I watched the second time on the Salt Planet when Luke shows up. Oh yeah, he does not leave footprints. Wow! During that fight scene with Kylo and Ren, they spend a lot of time when he slides on and stuff. Kylo's footprints. Exactly, and they yeah. never look at it directly for right. Luke. But if you look in any of the moments in the far shots, he doesn't make footprints, yeah. and Kylo Ren still does. So really, cool. really cool so filmmaking. Cool. And that stunt work was seamless too, dude. So because awesome. obviously it wasn't it... Mark Hamill doing oh, yeah. that shit. Yeah, but it wasn't like the you run the risk of getting a new hope sword person fight. rolling, and then all of a sudden you just cut to Luke like yeah. jumping into frame. Like yeah. I did it. <laughs> well, he did the he did the you know the whole Neo thing. Yeah, you, know, you don't have thing. to dodge bullets. Yeah, he's yeah. just you know he's too good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty sick too when he stood into the lightsaber. Um, mm. so yeah, to your point about the whole you know war is a machine kind of thing, that Benicio uh, cameo, and. On a larger note, like I like how these actors are like, "Hey, can I get in on the Star Wars <laughs> thing?" Like Laura Dern is like, "Yeah, I could be in Star Wars." Oh, yeah. like, she yeah, ruled in this. Yeah, she great. rules in everything. Yeah. yeah, she recently lost to someone else to become president of the Academy. Right, and so there's a very real chance that before the end of our lifetime, and hopefully before the end of hers, yeah. Laura Dern will be the president of the uh, Academy of That'd Motion Picture Sciences. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. she's great. Yeah, um, she's so good. She's so good. But when Benicio you know, comes off as like a scoundrel, obviously. And then he's got like these very oh, he's humanizing got moments. Yeah. Where he's talking about, oh, let's see who shit this is. Oh, it's an arms dealer. And he's like, you know, it's TIE fighter and like another Imperial yeah. ship. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, X-wing. look, he sold an X-Wing too. And he's like, this is what I'm fucking talking about, man. The only way to be free is to not participate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. And then he's, he takes that, uh, he takes... Uh, he's kind of the darker side of what Han Solo yes, has exactly. grown to become in our, our But minds. in a way he's not too, because I keep forgetting your name. Uh, Rose. Rose. He takes Rose's yes. thing and he gives for it a purpose and gives it back to her. Yeah. And then ends up selling them out. So it's like, yeah. I don't know what to think about this dude. He's definitely a. Not I think a great he was rooting guy. for them, but yeah. he also he had to cut and run. That's yep. how he lives. That's why he's, he's like, it's all business, man. Like that was a great last yeah. line for him to exit out on. I believe he yeah. said it's all b- b- business, yeah. and yeah. then he did Google eyes because when you hire <laughs> Benicio del Toro, you are never going to get a normal performance. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and Mary commented on that too, and she's like, "What the fuck was with this bum- mum- bumbling?" And I was like, "Well, space." I was like, it's, and <laughs> it's "I was like, I said, exactly, I said exactly Laser what you swords. said." Like, they probably just let Benicio go, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's that there's people that would talk like that in space, right? Yeah. yeah. And I love Luke called it a laser sword because uh, yeah. that's my f- yeah. my favorite stupid gag. I know. You think I'm gonna pick up a laser sword and solve everything? Yeah. 
So yeah, good. he did though. We were hoping, yeah. Uh, but he didn't pick up a laser sword. He projected the image of a laser yeah. sword. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so Luke dies. Yeah. No, he becomes one with the force. Yes. I think, okay, whatever. I think and he chooses to, which I don't think has happened what, before. No, that right? happened to Yoda. Because oh, Yoda's, right. you know, I'm old, I yeah. train for the blow. And then he just kind of like chooses to disappear, right. which I always so bugged me. I'm like, you were though, okay. I was you do so flips. nervous that yeah. they, they were going to have him be killed. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking last night. And again, Mary brought up a great point where she was like, I would be so upset if he died at the hands of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Like, mm. I'm so glad that he went out on his own accord. And he kind of pulled a Han Solo at the end, too, where he's like, I'm not going to do anything. He said, see you around, kid. Yeah. yeah. It was his last line, so too. Because he said, me and your dad are going to haunt you if you kill yeah. me. But what I love is that in that moment, not only does Kylo Ren get made to look like a total bitch, yeah. but he suddenly sees this level of power in the Force that cannot be achieved through the dark side. Yeah. And so it softens, you know, it, it embarrasses him and softens that resolve. So, like, Sweeps the rug it's so right tremulous where he's him. at. Yeah. yeah. That's, but I, I love the idea that. Luke initially sees Ray and goes, you're immediately going to the dark side yeah, because yeah. you're that powerful. And just for Luke's final thing to do this this showy way of just being like the the height, there's a glass ceiling on the yeah, dark side. Yeah. You know, you can actually go even bigger. Yeah. And That's you'll probably really get thrown well. out of that glass ceiling at some yes. point. <laughs> you will burst through it. There's slowly. a really small moment in this scene too where they do the quintessential um Millennium Falcon thing where it dives into the last moment to help out and then Flies right. through, that is key. Flies through some yep. very tight spaces that yep. no pilot in the world yep. would ever be yep. flying, through, especially Chewbacca by himself. Like, uh, that, uh, anyway, I won't go on that. <laughs> but it's cool at that moment because you he's see, got, you he's see, got a Porg as a co-pilot. Oh yeah, he's he's that. fine. Yeah, it's like six Porgs steering yeah. the wheel. Um, but there's a moment there when like Ray is on the blaster, and I thought that was a really important scene too because if you think back to the original trilogy and even the prequels, like like that sort of blaster work kind of seen beneath Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like you never really saw Qui-Gon getting on a fucking cannon or something. Right. Yeah. Just like, no, it's fucking Luke only got on the cannons like early on early when stages. he was. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's cool to see like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, well, out she's there, pretty but, like, keen with the blaster too. Yeah. yeah. She, but, like, she, she walks she's between ready two to worlds. get into the trenches and fight for this cause. Yeah. No matter what weapon she's using, she's not, then the That's why she's really the perfect replacement for cool both moment. Luke and Han. Yeah. yeah, they took the best parts yeah. of Luke and Han and put it into this new character. Yeah, yeah. and I made her a lady. Like it's that pretty was a cool badass. Moment. She wasn't trying to like get on the ground and right. help out with a lightsaber. She mm. knew at that moment her role was I'm going to blast tie fetters out of the sky. Yeah. There's no more important mission that yep. I have right now than doing that. And I thought that was just a cool kind of like like breaking out of the role of the, the what we're used to as a Jedi, which is, mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Well, and the, you know, the, the Force Awakens did a little bit of this too, but this series has uh, already a lot been about, like, testing what we think we know about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. for six movies, it was like, you have your own lightsaber, and they never say this, but it's like, you never really see somebody, like, steal somebody else's lightsaber and use it or turn it on. And then immediately, like, Finn's using a lightsaber in, mm. in The Force Awakens. And in this, she pulls Kylo's lightsaber yeah. and uses it. And, like, that. And it's like, we don't, you know, they almost, they like, They're they don't say it the out. the religion of the Jedi. Yeah. It's know, like, they us. don't say it out it's loud. It's frowned in the upon other ones. to touch another right. person's lightsaber. They, but it's like, it seems like there's something about, like, your own lightsaber. And in this series, they're like, fuck it. Yeah. You know? I really, and this well, is even a- Yoda has the idea of just, like, yo, dissolve it. Yep. We got to get it done. Yeah, yeah. whatever. That's there are really no cool. rules. Like yeah. we just made them up. We put them in these books. And in space, there are no rules. Yeah, um, except you know, the oxygen stays inside when the doors open. In a Star Wars movie, is somebody actually like 
Walk us through building a lightsaber. Like it's been talked about in other yeah. in other things. Yeah, Luke built his Jedi lightsaber, extended, right? Yeah, yeah. Another extended universe shit. Yeah, it's never been like brought to the forefront. Though. And like I always thought that'd be like a cool thing to see, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. I think in that Star Wars Rebels show, yeah, I think that they do like a whole. There's like a whole uh, like mini series within it about like a Jedi trainee or whatever graduating to an actual like Jedi knight. Yeah. And part of that process is building your own lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and apparently it's like a three or four episode arc. That's all about this sort of like ritualistic journey that yeah. they have to go on. I would like to, to like that. find their Kyber crystal that powers yeah. their lightsaber and then like build and it and that's stuff. That's why you have the, that's kind of a cool awesome. idea. Yeah. That sounds really and awesome. That's why I would play a telltale the... game of that. Yeah. yeah that'd totally be awesome. Yeah. That'd be good. That's why you have like the predisposition to be like, I found this crystal. It's right. mine. This is my lightsaber. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah. force chose it. Brought yeah. it to me. Oh, right. Like the 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 normal Star Wars layman doesn't know any of that shit. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that this movie is expressly trying to go like, let's push beyond that. But yeah. you know, and, and and you know, does it in a way that is very relevant to sort of like our times now too, where like the reason they're saying like let's push beyond that, it's not just to open up Star Wars. It's like within universe within canon it's like we these old things have to de- there aren't actual rules this is all yeah. fucking mumbo jumbo that we made up and attached to it that has created this eternal warfare mm-hmm. let's fucking like drop it and move on like yeah. we mm-hmm. need to find other solutions to this we keep putting ourselves in the same box of these rules about how it all works and, and it, that'll ultimately be the thing that would kill a franchise right that's that's probably the best way to describe why the prequels don't work as well yeah. right is is precisely that reason yeah also they're just trade federation yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what i, I want to say about this uh, about lightsabers one of the coolest things about the new uh, about the kathleen kennedy era mm-hmm. of of uh, star wars is that people turn their lightsabers on into somebody to yeah. stab them that's great and this movie had the best one oh ever. yeah the, behind the back over the head oh, yeah. yeah that was badass and, and he did it with it uh with uh, luke off. saber yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. cool uh, and then that scene where they split the fucking lightsaber in half, dude. Yeah. That was so maybe sweet. in the next movie she's got to rebuild it, and you get the one. Oh, yeah. I want to see because they yeah. do. You see a little crystal inside, and I don't know if yeah. you guys noticed, I but saw you that. can see some. some it was the tesseract. So that, that was also a little yeah. bit weird. Where they're like, like Kylo wakes it up. It could be the tesseract next time. <laughs> we true. should know this. It, it's like Kylo wakes up and Hux is there, and he's like, "Where's Ray?" And he's like, "Oh, she left." Like, yeah, that was a little bit weird. I was like, "Oh yeah," I hate when they, she took Snoke's escape pod. I know. I hate when they yeah. like. I can like do such exposition where it's like you can just show her rock running away mm. in the same amount of time you can have Huck say she took escapes. I, you know what though? If you have a movie that's coming in at two hours and forty minutes say, and you gotta get it to two hours twenty five. The, the way to do that is with those little clips. Yeah. You know, you gotta snip those things. It, but I, I do agree because that that jarred me a little it didn't jar jar me. Did it jar jar <laughs> uh, no, it, it jarred me. There was another one that they it's did more that functional with than artistic, and yeah. it, when yes, you can yeah. feel that that's it a sucks a little bit, you know, mm. but it works for the but movie. Then it's functional. I, but then I also think uh, the Star Wars God for that guy that said, "Oh, this is solid." Because yeah, I wouldn't exactly. Have known. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's a well, weird, that's a, what a strange planet. Yeah. And that yeah. moment <laughs> is like a brilliant Ryan Johnson moment, I think, because that moment should be like stupid and not work. Oh yeah, but there's just enough of a wink in that moment. Like yeah. we know you need this moment, so there here's was a this fair moment. amount of like clever meta that yeah. wasn't fully winking right. but was like we know you need you this know, here was, you go it was gesturing with yeah. the machine yeah. like yeah. this yeah. yeah there was why, a lot of that and that's, that's definitely something why are you doing this yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my friends posted on Facebook he was like we bond with Star Trek because of the way we identify with the characters and 
finally I saw that great walrus get milked and I knew who I identified <laughs> with. And then someone else responded. He said, oh, I identified with the guy who went, mm, salt. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to become a meme. You yeah. can smell it. Yeah. Like that is like I mean, a smell if a guy salt. sprinkling salt on beef can become a meme, this guy's yeah, right? in for a fucking treat. <laughs> That's true. Um, so <laughs> this store, that, that guy, that stormtrooper, this rebel fighter is going yeah. to guest on that guy's YouTube channel. <laughs> sprinkling salt everywhere. Salt. Um, so there was another... This is kind of a bigger gripe that I have, but I was I'm really upset that Phasma didn't really get her day in the sun as a character. Yes. You know, I had the same thing because her, like face off between uh Finn and she in, in Force Awakens, like they try to build this rivalry between yeah. them that I don't think ever fully gelled. No. It definitely had potential. It had a lot of legs and then those legs were cut short. Well, it's one of those She might not be dead. There's I, I thought the that, same thing you know, that like maybe that know. will be the joke of that character is that like they do something to her in every movie where you're like, well, she's oh, yeah, dead yeah. and then she's just back. The silver armor because yeah. like stormtrooper armor makes you more vulnerable right. to a light yeah. breeze, yeah. to a cold. Yeah. But the silver one, maybe there's, that's the key. Well, they actually they do. There is that moment where somebody like shoots they her shoot with a blaster laser. and it just bounces right yeah. off of her. But that which I, is like, why aren't all stormtroopers yeah, made exactly. of this armor? Yeah. I Comes think down that to that money. Yeah. Adamantium is really expensive. They <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah. hit up. Uh, what was the name of that? Wakanda. The the. Uh, what was the name of the the gambling place? Uh, I don't oh, remember. Oh, Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Bite Canto. Canto Bite. I think it was Canto I'm very Bite. Very impressed. Because I remember I, thinking Cenobite. Yeah, the, yeah, dude. It's it's my fucking. It's because I grew up with Star Wars, right? Really so my brain is what, was like here. pre-trained to like just like as soon as I read a Star Wars name, like file it away, file yeah. it away, like. You're like our own salt rebel right now. Telling us what we need to know. The best Star Wars name is the only name amongst all of them that is its own phrase, and yeah. that's Salacious Crumb. Oh, yeah. Everything else is gibberish, but for yeah. some reason, he gets a gross English name. Yeah. yeah. Salacious, Salacious Crumb. Crumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, so that line that I think that she's dead because you can't really have somebody go out with that awesome oh, line that exchange at the yeah, end. Yeah, I know. When she's like, You've always been scum, and Finn's like, Rebel, Rebel scum. scum. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, he, if she comes back yeah. after that, it ruins them. But I agree with you, though, because I feel like in Force Awakens, she's one of those, you know, and this is like kind of the, I, it's not really the movie's you fault. You blink, you it's, miss her in that. I know. Yeah. And it's not the movie's fault. If you think about it, it's more the marketing machine where it's like she was a character that was like all over the poster. She was a great new toy. And she, yep, yep, yep. And then, you know, the movie comes out and it's like she's barely in it. And you're like, damn it. And, and she's like the Boba Fett of that movie. You're like, mm. damn it. I wanted to actually see that character do some shit. Like, that's such a cool design. And so then this movie, they made a big deal about, like, well, we're bringing her back. We're going to give her something to do. And so I spent the whole movie waiting for her to do something. And she did, and it was cool, but, like, it was literally the same thing. It was like, oh, if I blinked, I would have missed her again. Yeah. It would have been really kick-ass, and this is, I'm right, I'm going to write a little bit of fan fiction for you guys right now. Okay, go. It would have been really kick-ass if she did survive that, but didn't decide, decided not to go back to the First Order and just made her mission to hunt down and kill Finn. Oh, that'd be that cool. That's like a rogue yeah, I like fucking that. mercenary. Yeah. That would be sick. I like, I like the hell out of that. She, she, would, she would be, yeah, Rogue 2, Boba Fett, better yeah. than Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Better Fett. Better Fett. Yeah. Better Fett. <laughs> Bobo Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right, because that, to me, there's so much interesting character work to put between this is my old boss yeah. who knows... Uh, nothing, but it honestly in Man of Steel, one of the great things about Michael Shannon's character oh God, is that oh, nobody is the thing that yeah. even the people who hate that movie will agree <laughs> on this. He was a very well motivated bad guy because he was programmed to do mm -hmm. this, and yeah. as he slowly loses any chance of succeeding, he gets more desperate. Yeah, and so I like the idea that she is programmed. He somehow beat the programming yeah. and disrespected his yeah. direct officer. 
you could milk that for multiple movies she even of tension, she even, where she dips in in movies yeah. and they throw down and see you next time. Yep. Love that. Yeah. She even to your, to that metaphor, she even has a line that says, You've always been a bug in the system. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. She wants to clean up. Yeah. Um I forgot where I was gonna go next. I love that oh, yeah. I love that your guide in this conversation was just like, All right, I like this. I did not like this. I have a couple notes. I think, but I, I don't I think that's it for me. Mine. Oh, so the Ray Low connection is what I'm co- is what I'm coining it. The Ray Low connection, the I Ray like Lo that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was That's a little amazing. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Someday they'll find me. Yeah. The, the Ray, Ray Low connection. connection, originally sung by Frank Oz, uh, the Kermit song. The Sith, the Jedi, and me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird aside, but I was singing a version of Country Road Take Me Home last night, but it was about. Uh, country croc spread <laughs> and uh i was just i was very much annoying jenna yeah but it went um country crop oh my bread you're the best butter spread west virginia and that's as far as i got <laughs> oh my god so anywho uh, go back so all right so it became a tweet ultimately. you were talking about the raylo connection oh yeah, yeah. so that was a, the raylo connection that is so good yeah um <laughs> that tickles me to no end. I'm just naming this episode ha- that. Ha- as a gift to the podcast, you can have Raylo connection. Oh, we were going to take oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I already made a pin. It's not personal, man. It's b- b- business. Um, <laughs> I think that was a little bit rushed, but like you said, they're, they're clocking it like, what, 220? 225, 225. Was the, the final Wait, what part of it was rushed? What do you mean? It was like they had like one conversation, which was like, I hate you, leave me alone. Well, I'm just going to talk to you. No, I fucking hate you. Leave me alone. And then they had another one was like sim- very similar. Yeah. And then the third one was like, well, let me see what your side of the story is. Yeah. And I was like, I thought were... they built it up pretty nice. So it worked for me. It, I explained most of that quick bonding to the idea that they both felt like they were experiencing something new with the force. Yeah. That was connecting them. Yeah. yeah. And we find out Snoke just opened that connection between yeah. them. Yeah. But <clears throat> I mean, it worked for me because I'm going, oh, how are they related? What's yeah, the, you know, yep, that kind yep. of thing? You know, it was that subversion. But I don't know. Obviously, I really liked I went the right way to their brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, when she decided to just meet up with him, I don't remember there ever being like a, all right, let's do, you know, right. it sounds weird that I need them to solidify their meet cute. But, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. you know, that it felt like they, they well, just kind of happened. I think that was great, too, because there was a point when she lands on the ship and she looks at Kylo and Kylo looks at her and there's a look in her eyes of like, did I make all that up? Yeah. Was any of that real? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they bring out the handcuffs, and she's like, "What have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so th- I, there was a very real fear that maybe the force had betrayed her in some way mm-hmm. at that point, which I felt anyway. Mm-hmm. Speaking that makes of handcuffs, sense. remember when they uh, after they did the giant hyperspace torpedo, yeah. uh, Rose and Finn they were handcuffed and they were at the the knees of Phasma and, and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. gang. That explosion. <laughs> Blew their handcuffs off. Yeah, I guess their jackets are fine. Yeah. Everything, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. But their handcuffs were were blown into uh, complete disintegration. Well, they no, didn't have was, bands. There was a secret room away. on the lower on the sub level five, I believe, where <laughs> that controlled all the handcuff locking mechanisms. And because uh, that was did they destroyed, say that for real? I'm making all this up. It's the best explanation. <laughs> to tell you the truth, that is the best. Yeah. Well, I figured if there's like one track, one room, like oh, this one has the tracker, this one has the handcuff yeah. locking yeah. device, this one has, uh, you know, gogurt. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have some gogurt. It yeah. would be blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a someone said on Twitter because as I was rewatching all of them, 
I noticed that name pronunciation is never the same. Oh yeah, uh, Princess Leia, Princess Leah. Yep. Um, Han, everyone Han. calls Han, but Lando is always Han. calling him Han. He sticks with it. And I said that on Twitter, and someone yeah. responded. They said, "Well, he doesn't want to be called Lando." <laughs> like that's why canon. Yeah, canon. Well, I also like the idea. Was well, it a GIF or is it a GIF? I say GIF. I know the inventor said GIF, but that's a peanut butter. It's been taken. I always say GIF, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I like the idea, too, regional dialects, right? Mm -hmm. We have them here. Like on yeah. on one fucking continent. Water. Yeah, water how about an entire <laughs> galaxy of people? Like <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. It is, uh, but it, it probably came from the idea of just like, oh, we got Billy D. Williams this week. Yeah, just read yeah. your script and go. And then yeah. he did it with Han, and yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yep. It's always um, the 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 subordinates are always like, Princess Leah will do this, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. but her friends say Leia. Leia. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the musical number. Huh? I'm just kidding. There's no musical number. No musical number, but I, I do think the music was though. good. This yeah. was, and um, this was actually something, and I wonder how you feel about this yeah. in Justice League. Yeah, how they actually resurrected both the John Williams Superman score mm-hmm. and the Danny Elfman Batman score. The way that they dipped into it, uh, you know, it was very novelty. Yeah, yeah. But it worked for me yeah. there, and they did that in a much smoother way here. Yeah, where they did dip into some of the classic scores. The the Le- the Le- Leah, huh, I said it. The <laughs> Leia theme. Yeah. Um, you know, they dipped into you know, just. Totally, uh, uh, just little melodies from yeah. those scores, uh, merry melodies from those scores. <laughs> but then the score overall was uh, not leaning on those. Right. You know yeah. The thing I like about Star Wars too is that it doesn't do that thing that like Harry Potter and Jurassic Park have done, where they take the uh, the quintessential theme and try to make it something it's not. Yeah. You know, like the Jurassic World trailer, for instance. Like now it's like, like played like very sharp violins. Oh, sure. Because. Yeah. Everything's getting fucked up. The Harry Potter theme, as the Harry Potter movies went along, got darker and darker and yeah. more tonal. Mm-hmm. But like Star Wars, you recognize those notes, and they are unchanging. They've changed very mm-hmm. little, yeah. if anything at all. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love yeah. the and they're only holy. peppered throughout a larger yeah. score. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, what about that Ready Player One trailer that uses? Oh, um, the. Uh, well, it uses the, the little. No, it uses the the Willy Wonka. Uh, oh yes. Uh, Come with me. Yeah. But yeah. it just uses that. Yeah. That's a really great. Reuse of of and a in score. a world where I hate when trailers do that, that like, one works. When it's done well, it's done yeah. really yeah. well. I think they did a very a very good job with that here. That's actually one of my favorite things about Rogue One is it's not a John Williams score. Yeah, it's standing on the shoulders yeah. of John Williams score, and it's pretty good. Yeah, and some of it feels I, you're not moved by it. I don't like some that of it score. feels a little bit wonky, but. I think I, I I think what I'm saying is I more appreciate the fact that that's what they were trying to do with it as opposed to just reinventing the wheel. I feel like I would have liked like new score that just sounds like Star Wars music. Yeah. They did this weird in between where it was you always like knew what Star Wars song you were listening yes. to, but it was a little different. Yeah, and like it's weird. that it's annoyed the shit. Out. Yeah, Jar-jarring. it annoyed the shit. See, when out I rewatched me. it recently, though, there was a couple scenes though where it ended up really working because yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, because it is it is Jar Jarring. Yeah, but uh, like the hammerhead scene. Yeah, there's a couple big crescendos in that that you know moved me this yeah, time yeah, around, yeah. but. How did you feel about that in Justice League, though, the way that they worked those scores? Okay, so I, I know you weren't really into the movie. I didn't hate that they did that, mm. but every time, especially the the Tim Burton Batman stuff, like mm. every time they got into that like kind of music, because there was also like, there, he was also recontextualizing some yes, of it. Yeah. Like there were, there it were, was Elfman, so he, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he was doing his own. It was weird because like 
the Zack Snyder movie that still exists in that movie. Mm, I wish we got it. Does not have that score. Yeah, that's Do true. you know what I mean? I did feel like they were handing me coupons for my love. They were like, that's the Superman John Williams score. And there I was, was like, All right, I'm there were literally shots that I was like, this is definitely Zack Snyder stuff. Yeah. But it's got the Danny Elfman score on it. And it felt like it did not belong. Like, I liked the score itself, I but I was that. like, this scene does not play like it's got a playful. Mm. You See, know. I went into that movie knowing, because I, I liked Justice League. Yeah. I will say it was a very big disappointment in what, you know, I still want Man of Steel 2. We're never going to get it. It's like it's I said, man, it's like at least Slater had a vision. The, and, exactly. And, and those those score moments came as part of the package, so they worked for me because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. kind of already washing my hands of the... Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not going to be engaged. It felt to me... Ins- that said, I had a fucking blast yeah, in that yeah. movie. It just always felt forced to me. It felt like they want me to it think this sense. is fun, funny, and exciting, so they're giving me Elfman when what I'm watching is none of that. You know what so I mean? So then what like- makes it work in Star Wars more is that they use it, at least I think, yeah. uh, in recognizable character moments. Yes. The Leia theme comes in yep. a couple times. But... Uh, yeah, they just kind of use it to highlight the the Star Warsy moments. Yeah, it's also it's like we've had what like nine of these movies now or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so and the prequel scores are pretty fucking good. They are, yeah. but they, I, I, Duel I hope, the Fates I hope is they really bring good. back yeah. Duel of the Fates yeah. at some point. I know they won't and they shouldn't, but I kind of want I, to. They might because Star Wars has always been about recycling the same mm-hmm. themes, slightly adjusting them, remixing them a little bit, like trading that, junk for food credits. That has always been the case. Like that, we <laughs> there are certain Star Wars cues that are in every Star Wars. Movie, yeah, that's you know true. what I mean, and so it just it it almost like it almost hurts a Star Wars movie to not have those things. Like we want those big triumphant moments to come with the like big Star Wars theme that everybody knows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Like you said, with a good theater, as soon as bah, pops yeah. up, that's that's almost chemical. The reaction to that. Yeah. Uh, so it feels like we're, you know, on the on the outward on the outer rim of our. You know, I, mean, I can go think, forever. Yeah. Well, well, I wanted to ask a question about, you know, if we were if we we're done with the, you know, breaking down of it, where do you think this is going? Well, Ooh. I didn't. So, well, they, I didn't notice. You didn't something. notice this thing. Did I, you I notice thought this I noticed thing? it the first time. I don't know. You haven't told me what it is. I'm really exempt. I'm, I'm on Tinder hooks right now. Um, first off, we all thought a pod race was about to start when the so, animals. Totally. No, not at all. I thought they were fucking tauntauns the entire time. And I liked them because they were tauntaun racing. This is great. The way that camera puppums. The way that camera panned over to reveal the track. I was like, pod racing, and then it was you know fucking cats. I always get nervous. They spoke to the theme of just like you know. Standing on the the backs of slavery and stuff yeah, like that. And yeah, I yeah. always get nervous when I'm watching a movie with Mary and like there's any sort of. Anal- yeah. I told you this when we were talking about Oakja. Oakja. I was like, I texted Dan. I was like, Can I watch Oakja with Mary? Yeah. He's like, Probably not. Yeah. Uh, Did you end up doing it? No, I never oh, seen okay. it. it. But you like, it's really good. she, she no, she, she tears up and like it's it's very cute because yeah. she has got such a bleeding heart for animals. She's such a sweetheart. She really, she is. really, really. And is. I, and there's moment there was moments in that scene where I'm like, Oh God, Oh God, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it. She's gonna be so upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the in the the stables where yeah, all yeah. you know there was the little boy there that looks off into space at the end, but he attracts the broom to his hand using the force, and I checked the second time around that definitely happens. No fucking the, way. Yeah, he goes yeah, boom, pulls that. it over, and then he's standing there looking off into the into space. But that was I, something I, that, I know he was holding it like a lightsaber. At the end. Yeah, it was leaning on the wall, and he's about a foot away from it, and it. Goes in and he doesn't step on it to kick over the you know the handle part of it. Yeah, because it's a flat. Because what happened? I noticed it kind of the first time I saw it, but the whole wow. theater went. Oh, 
And so I was like, I okay, I, th- I think I'm right. That yeah. gives the ending so I a whole this time. different flavor than yeah. The Force is alive. It has yeah. awoken. You know, yeah. like it's. But it also says everything about what they're trying to do in cutting family ties out of our main characters. Yeah, is that this just shows that this kid, he's not a Skywalker. Right. He's not a whatever. Yeah. He has the force. Yeah, yeah. The force is strong with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, That's, people I mean, have I a connection to, to it. Yes. Just, I've got like a week off in between the holidays, so I'm yeah. gonna oh, dude, definitely check it out again. And Ooh. honestly, if you feel like spending the money to do the IMAX 3D, oh yeah, how was that? It looked great, and yeah. I, th- I think lately it, you still that do means get a the lot coming effect. from you because you are very uh, picky about your 3D experience. Yes. Oh, I mean, I, I'll see them because I just want to try and get the full. Yeah. Experience. Meanwhile, I'm I'm watching the IMAX <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm like, this is Tron. No, Tron it's was Steve. a good <laughs> 3D experience because they lit and framed yeah, that movie yeah. for that. It was designed for that. Um, this was not shot in native 3D. It was not shot in native IMAX, so it never actually goes to the full IMAX. Like usual? Nah, oh, I, wow. I was looking for that. But I think they're brightening the projection on those now. That's good. Because it, it's hard to judge because our projection today was a little bit it dim. It was bad, yeah. But uh, I, I usually will peer under my glasses yeah, just, just to see, to see what see that looks difference. like. And I found myself not having the desire to do that. And uh, it looked really good. And that, that opening shot, that uh you know felt weird where like over to a bad space start. kind of that was uh cuz it, it did feel weird but then you're immediately taken over by the fact that you're on a roller coaster yeah. and it worked better with the I love the that, IMAX by looked the way. good yeah that was cool and in retrospect but when, I do get what you're saying yeah. where you're like this is a this is new yep. but it was good yeah. new but and and that's the thing it's like once you get to the end of the movie and realize oh this whole movie is about like let's push all this forward yeah. the movie's literally about putting the old stuff in a trash can mm-hmm. Of course, it starts off with a shot that is new to Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it should, That's and yet still familiar because you're yes. you're all, you are going from where the scrolling text is, and uh, honestly, you think at that point where I'm reading it, you're kind of like in a vacuum, not in any space, yeah. And then it brings you into the world, yep. and that's something that we're very used to. I don't think it should ever go away, but I'm. But to what you guys are saying, yes, I see that now. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, yeah. all right, we're doing something different. This yeah, is yeah. It's uh, and I, we were talking about this on the way out of the movie, Dan. I I, I definitely want to like kind of talk about this a little bit i like the structure of this movie where it is like one continued battle basically mm-hmm. it, it it's like them on the run in kind of a constant struggle that never ends until yeah. like even at the end of the movie it's like they're just getting a breath you know mm-hmm. before they got to go do the next thing that's we've never i don't think we've had a star wars movie like that before the closest no. approximation would be empire yeah but i think that gets that even that that's more because everyone's just disbanded he takes yeah. like a so six month sabbatical yeah. in Dagobah in exactly that movie. Well, you know what I mean movies, you, you mentioned this last time we talked about it yeah. it's just weird about time yeah, it doesn't it just, really try to say anything about time and this which one works to its pace benefit but yes, this I one agree. is yeah this and is yeah. in a vacuum yeah. in the vacuum of space <laughs> they were like we've yeah. got 18 hours okay yeah. we're just gonna run to a completely different system we'll be yeah. right back yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I thought like, that was cool I like that this movie had a ticking time on it you know and that it was long and yeah and it also makes the stakes actually like very big because mm-hmm. it's so centralized, yeah. right? It's like this is one big event that is a momentous yeah, occasion in the history with, of yeah, this galaxy. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's one true. big event filled that's the with thing a about bunch the big tempo ones. Yeah, a bunch of different conflicts that we haven't seen in a Star Wars <laughs> yet. Yeah, you know, on the run. Yep. Uh, we're running low on fuel. Yep. We have to go get somebody to help us break. I don't think into we've ever even thought about right. fuel. No. Right. Right. In, in a yeah. This oh movie God, got into process, and yeah. I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm real into that. And shit. And they did a really good um, film thing, which is the technical term, um, <laughs> where they like every film thing. Is that like a movie? It is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what they did was the, when they like would cut to Finn and Rose. Yep. 
in the casino area, which I haven't gotten that one down yet, but I will eventually. Canto bite, bite, canto, canto bite, canto bite. Trump Taj Mahal. Trump Taj Mahal. Um, They cut back, and then like you see a ship kind of like falling, and then they just blow it out of the sky. That was also a good measure of time. Yes, because now there you can see how they're losing things. Yes. And I thought that was a really good mechanism as well. Mm. Yeah. To, to tell us how this is progressing. They used yeah. a cool visual uh, two times that they it's lost a, a ship. film thing, Dan. Uh, they used a cool film thing. <laughs> um, one of them was early on when uh, they, uh, I guess they were shooting the torpedoes that are, yeah, it was when they were shooting the torpedoes at the uh, the people movers. Yes. And the over, yeah. also, the, also the technical term. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, General Ardern is talking to a hologram of a guy in one of those ships. Yes. And as it explodes over her shoulder, <laughs> it yeah. goes through. And then they did it later when uh, the the like the flanking ships were running out of gas and just getting eclipsed by the uh, the uh, first order. Yeah. There was the one guy who like did his sign out like it was an honor to do this. Blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was awesome. That was oh, a really effective of... thing that. Le- oh, no, it's all good. Leaned on old Star Wars technology and visuals and yes. just found a new way to use it. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, you know, they recontextualize ATSTs in this. We mm-hmm. end up BB 8 is piloting one, and then oh, that was awesome. Finn and yeah. Rose get on the shoulders of it. And yep. like it's a, it recontextualizes something oh. we're very familiar and with. And we see BB 8 drop into the X Wing. Yep. And they yeah. do the classic plugging the pipes yep. visual that it that's that is awesome. grand comedy. Oh, awesome. If I Lucas's inspiration for R two D two and C three PO were Laurel and Hardy, yeah. then there is a little bit of uh, Louis C K. Well, no, <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. Um, the uh, th- there is a little bit of. I mean, Laurel and Hardy were like sort of like classy slapstick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of that yes. in in the droids still, and yeah. BB eight carries that torch. But we saw the inside of an X wing. That was awesome. That's I would really say it's cool. It's almost like a a better Mister Bean. You know, you you bite your tongue. (laughs) There's only one problem with Mr. Bean, uh, not the movies, the show. Yeah, and it's the the canned laughter. But man, I I love I will howl. Yeah, when when we reboot uh, Mr. Bean and have both Pee Wee and Steve Brule on board, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so there there is a big moment that kind of got glossed over that I was really upset about. Okay, and I just think we need to have a moment of silence for uh, Admiral Admiral Ackbar. Yeah, yeah. It, right, they just kind of name drop him as one of the casualties. It was so good to see it him. It was just unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But what I liked about that, though, is that in the prequels, we get to see <laughs> that there was a lot more of the fish man that he is. Yeah. yeah. He's like the last one standing. Really and is. there's fewer and fewer of them. And he was the last one, and he wrote it to the end. Yep. And even uh, in that moment when uh, Leia gives up, and she's just like, when they're, the battering ram laser's about to take him down, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. like, well, the spark's out. And then Luke walks in, and she's like, I'm just glad you were here for the end. Yeah. It... it now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I, that's a good death for Admiral Akbar. He yeah, stuck yeah. it out to the, he did his job to the very end. Yeah, and he recognized them traps. <laughs> so get off my. We we got sidetracked. What was Air Force Two? Oh, it's get me off this plane because he gets kidnapped onto Air Force One and Air Force Two. Air Force Two. Yeah. I've got to see that. <laughs> Get on this other plane <laughs> that the good guys are driving. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford in Air Force One, the best impression to do is just Admiral Nixon's Ackbar. head in a jar yeah. in Futurama. <laughs> Get me off the Agnew! Get I off I my plane. That should be our next movie movie podcast. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I'd be down. Air I'm Force One? I totally watch yeah. Air Force One. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we got sidetracked, but where do you think this is all going? Oh, right. Uh, romance well, between Rose and Finn. Yeah. That's going to be the romance. I'm still rooting for Poe and Finn. <sighs> I, you know what? I've been reading all this fan fiction about, or like oh. not fan fiction, People like fanfare about that. Dude. What? 
dude, bring it. I, I no, watched. I, I noticed this in this view, and when I, I was like, Poe is just kind of like me when I'm drunk, where I'm just like, I love everyone. Yeah. Just give yeah. me a hug. You yeah. Know? Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. But he's like Finn, very handsy. A... He's like, hey, how are you, buddy? How yeah. you doing? Great. Yeah. Good to see I you. I want you to meet my friend Steve. This guy, he is the guy you want to know. Yeah. It's like he's that guy. I think I, I would totally be down with that. Yeah. I am an avid Gotham watcher, not because it's good, but because it still hasn't figured out what it wants to do. Oh my god! Which, in the current climate of superheroes, is insanely refreshing. Yeah, yeah. There's no plan. Yeah. But for a short <laughs> while, uh, there was a plot point in that the Penguin desperately wanted to fuck the Riddler, and the Riddler was not into him, and it was so homoerotically charged. It was the best part of that show so for a weird. long time. And nobody was like, the not my penguin. Penguin's not gay. Yeah. Be, nobody did that to it. So if now is the time if they're going to have some uh, some eyes being made between well, yeah, so Finn and Poe. And I'm down because they're hunks. I'm super that, into it. Poe is a hunk. He's like number yeah. two on Gay Island. Yeah, yeah. I was I was on that train when um, after Force Awakens, but I think that after what we saw in this one, it's probably not a realistic possibility. But I think that. The interesting thing is the Finn and Rose, but then Ray's making some eyes at Finn, uh -huh. which I thought was going to be strictly platonic, right? But now See, I she's, feel like I didn't get that sense. That, even that last that, uh, scene, a where, friendly where, and charged embrace. No, that was not a friendly charged embrace, my friend. That was very sexually charged. I had I, I had an erection the entire time. I don't know. Um, I, no, well, that I'm not denying the status of my erection at the time. <laughs> uh, okay. It was. I mean, at that point, I wanted to call a doctor because it had been going since the opening crawl. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, well, actually, I just I, I, the only reason I had an erection is because uh, Ray had just gotten all the rocks off. Oh, okay. oh man, oh man! Uh, the, the, this has nice. been movie, movie podcast. Nice, <laughs> I'm into it. No, um, that was fucking great. Thanks, man. Yeah, so that, that scene... was great. I'm impressed. <laughs> that was it. That was incredible. <laughs> that awesome. scene where um, Finn is covering Rose with a blanket. Yes. Ray is giving him like a dagger look. Like, what the fucker do you think you're doing? I don't know if I have the same read on the look, but I saw the look, I and it definitely the look. I think it imp it definitely implies some sort of like jealousy. No, but more just like oh, I like maybe that she hadn't considered it before, but now seeing him with someone else is like oh man, that's like a you know that's a connection that I had that maybe is now gone. See, I, I didn't see it, so I can't yeah. judge. But I will say that I think that that wouldn't play well. Yeah. To have the two, like, we're at a point, it's like, oh, we've got a, a leading like female in Star thing. Wars. Yeah. We've now got a strong Asian character in yeah. Star Wars. Are we going to make them two women that bicker over a man? Right. Are we going to even yeah. come yeah. close? You could probably write that in a way, but why would you even touch it? And, and if you're Disney, a, you would predict that. I guarantee it. That, that would be my. Forward, that would yeah. be so predictable that it would just. Exactly. I, I wouldn't respond well about. to it. And people who really don't respond well to that kind of thing would outright reject it. Yeah. And wouldn't be, wouldn't be completely wrong. Yeah. So that's why I don't think it's happening, but I, I don't I don't remember the evidence. And to be completely honest with you, I'm okay not having a romantic storyline. Oh yeah, in this yeah. entire oh, series. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. We don't need it. I'm I'm I think Chewie we're... in a porg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he would the, he would destroy that porg with his know, giant wookie. We don't know what they can do. Oh god, we as, do not know what they can do. As far as where it's going, my hope would be that episode nine would focus pretty strongly on the Ray and Kylo story yeah. that now is sort of. Yeah. Turns out that's like the real. Those are the two very important pieces and players. I think even and that at certain moments, I was like, "Are they gonna like get together? Like, what the fuck?" I yeah, like, I like. That's why I love this movie so yeah. much because my my mind was like trying to. And yeah, the fact I that they telegraphed they were that the in the time. trailers, yeah. and the trailers lied. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't see what that final spoiler that was like getting people in trouble on Twitter. There was like a gif that went around. Oh, it was well, her using his lightsaber. 
Which ends up not being that spoiler. That, I was, say in, that was in a TV spot, though. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I remember yeah. that went around and people got mad. But even the second trailer, everyone was like, oh, my God, now we know Leia's going to die. Right. It didn't happen. Right. You yeah. know, like, there was all these things that, like, we thought that Kylo Ren and Rey were going to hook up, in yeah. quotes. Not yeah. necessarily get together, but hook up for some reason. Yeah. And, like, no, that, that wasn't a thing. Right. That was a really smart well, she did handle campaign. his lightsaber. She did handle yeah. his lightsaber. But that was a really cool uh bait and switch for yes. the marketing like everyone was so spoiler phobic and none of those spoilers mattered at all yeah that they weren't spoilers yeah that's a cool lesson that even i've learned yeah you know? i think even if because i stayed away from the internet for like, i did too four days and even if i went into the movie knowing that luke was gonna die I would didn't been, die. He I would have came on with the force. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> movies are released <laughs> on friday <laughs> i i even if i knew he would not be in a human form for the next Thank film. Thank you. <laughs> I would I would have been upset watching it, but then at the end I think it would have been a little bit vindicated, like, all right, that was really good. I yeah. still would have enjoyed it. So even if you they handled that even very, if you've listened to this well. entire podcast without watching the movie, go watch it because you're gonna have a great time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I think it it's just it's a pretty good movie in terms of functionality. Yeah. It it watches. Yeah. Oh yeah. And for a movie that has so much in it um, both script wise and both just general, uh, you know, pop culture baggage wise, that's yeah. never going to exist outside it's of a Star like Wars. It's kind of like a review cliche. It but like, ends up just being such a ride that it, it's just good, and it, yeah. and because it is that that's I don't want to say single location structure, but yeah, single yeah. Uh, conflict. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the through line mm-hmm. conflict. It uh, it just it, it oh, I lost my train of thought. Uh. Sorry, no, just, no, it's all good because it, because it has <laughs> that that through line conflict. It does work in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Because you just want to see the solution of that yep. conflict, so you can come to it almost entirely blind from Star Wars, totally, and still enjoy your time with the movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's really the point. I like the, and I like the Raylo connection. Actually, I think that's like a very cool addition mm. to like the Force and how it works. It and I like the idea that and yeah. Snoke did it to to destroy them and it ended up being his destruction right, yeah. and so you know him having opened that door what 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 will it bring right yeah and it's like like i was gonna say it was like it's kind of like a um a review cliche but this is a movie that when it picks up it doesn't yeah let up right oh, oh yeah to quote a text i got from jacob who had seen it before all a of jedi us Jedi text uh yes a jedi text because <laughs> uh, he had seen it before all of us and was not able to talk about it with anyone due to spoilers and nda agreements yeah. uh that wait that was like atm machine ndas <laughs> yeah. um and uh he uh oh shit now what were we just talking about <laughs> jedi text jedi text yeah whatever i don't know Your i don't remember you what, what were we saying before that I don't I've lost remember. it. I used this vaporizer too much. It's gone. <laughs> I drank this entire thing of whiskey. So he said something to we the effect part. of, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, right." <laughs> I, I probably we were talking the about the connection between Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah, whatever. We can talk about. Your other buddy things. texted you after the movie. After he saw this is the guy that works at the uh, yeah. tunnel. Yep. Yes. This is dead air. Talk about something else. I'm just gonna look for it. <laughs> um. So Dan mentioned we were going to be talking about. Potentially ranking, putting out rankings now. Yeah, I've thought about this a little bit. I haven't actually really like done it, especially because I really don't know. I feel like I got to see this movie a few more times. I feel the same I way because I I feels like it's something I should have thought about, but then when Dan brought it up to me, I, I felt a little bit. And this is like what two hours ago now. Yeah, I, I literally just saw the, the movie before we recorded. Oh, I found the, the the tweet. Yeah, he said, "I will say this, and no spoilers at all, of course, but I found it hard to pick a time to run to the bathroom." 
In the second half, everything seemed very crucial, and I fucking sprinted to it from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I that did it twice. It. Yeah. That that says it. I missed, like, maybe a total of, well, first of all, the way that Main Street 6 is laid out, we were in the very last that theater. That sucks. The yeah. theater the furthest away from the bathroom. Yeah. Like, motherfucker. Yeah. And then I missed maybe a total of five minutes of this movie going to the bathroom twice, and I regret it. It's I don't like know, you, may, you may have seen a, a slightly better cut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like like just about any it's movie. Me, it's yeah. a little yeah. bit too long. That said, I'd never wanted it to end. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it is a pretty meaty movie. Yeah. Well, like I mean, like I've always said, Garrett, more runtime, more fun, more fun time. time. Uh, but yeah, I can't. I can't even think about like like you. So this is you just saw it for the mm-hmm. first time not four hours ago. Nine thirty a.m. this morning. I I thought this is also your second viewing. No, this is my first. Oh wow! That's, yeah, that's crazy. So you, you're 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 still drunk right now. You got to my house thirty minutes after I got home from this movie. Wow! So you're hammered right now. You're like inebriated on Star Wars right yes. now. Wow, yeah. that's insane. And it's like to be honest with you, it, it feels like so. This is gonna sound a little strange to him, but like in my head, immediately coming out of that movie, that was like a three star Star Wars movie to me. Which is not to say it was bad uh, at all, what? but it, out of five. Oh, okay. Like I I I liked it a some lot. Some places do five, some places do four. So you gotta get answered. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. Uh, but I feel like this one I need to like sit with and watch a couple more times and let it, it like, felt really... better the second time yeah. around. For yeah, and like we said, when you're when you're watching a movie yeah. like this for the first time, that's important to you. Yeah, you end up trying so hard to aggressively consume yeah. it that you lose a little bit of the oh, yeah. experience. Yeah. That happened with, with The Force Awakens. Yep. I, I only saw that for the second time ever, like two weeks yeah. ago. And because it wasn't opening day, yeah. it was just an Yeah, easier... I liked it so much more so rewatching this time, it this week. This is my first recliner like... experience in a theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a great way to yeah. be. It's all like going on vacation. Like You're so excited like to a different country. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. This is yeah. great. And they're yeah. like, you can't really experience it because you're so excited about the, the fact that it's happening yeah. and only later on after the experience is over it comes back to you and you're like oh that was so great yeah that was really great that resonated with yeah. me yeah. yeah can i read you the one note i have for no, my this podcast uh, over thing? garrett oh, no. stop <laughs> <laughs> who is snoke just some asshole <laughs> yeah. who are ray's parents just some assholes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love that they did that yeah. and they did that drawn out scene yeah. with ray and all her reflections which yeah. Was very artistic and neat. I like that. Could have done without it, but yeah. it, I liked the the effect of that. They showed two silhouettes approaching, yes, and then it's just one, and then it's just her. Yeah, they totally trolled us. Yeah. in terms of just, oh, you want to know who her parents are? Fuck you. That's who. That's you who her what? parents you know are. What? Oh, you want to know who Snoke is? We just cut him in half because he's an old bitch. You yeah. know, like it's <laughs> it, it just all this stuff you yeah. thought mattered actually yeah. doesn't. Shut yeah. up and move forward. I love that. Yeah, what you a know great. What I'm really move. excited about so. Uh, our friend, I don't think you met George Marshall, our friend. Our, no. our friend, George Marshall, since fucking Force Awakens was released, those are the two number one things he's been toiling over in the entire fucking really? time. Like we've we've talked about it multiple times in the last two years. Yeah. Uh, over over drinks, uh, he's like, I just, he's like, I got a lot of theories, man. Yeah, and like yeah, just yeah. randomly, I'm gonna reach out to him and ask mm-hmm. him as soon as he sees it. I can't wait yeah. until he comes back. He's like. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what's weird is I get why people be mad at yeah. that, but to this movie's credit, almost immediately I, I was like, "You're right. You. It wasn't unsatisfying. Yeah. It didn't feel like yeah. a fuck you." Um, that was um uh, the the big complaint uh, from from Ryan about uh Thor. Yeah. Was that Thor had all this mythology set up, and in the last entry they were just like, "Let's just let's just go." Yeah. Let's just go Guardians, <laughs> and yeah. and and it was a good choice in yeah. terms of it was a good movie. I like that movie. But it also people who were really into it would feel slighted. Yeah. And I think uh 
I would understand that feeling of being slighted yeah. more so than the Star Wars one because I still think they delivered true Star Wars and its theme. But I I just love the idea that that they just scolded us on how we're watching movies a little bit wrong. Because yeah, at the end really of the day, cool. the way you put that is fucking perfect, yeah. you know? man. That is so great. Because yes. at the end of the day, Star Wars is about the characters. Yes, that's all we talk about. It's that's about what we care your ass about. While you're in a that's theater, what, yeah, you know? it's, it's yeah, it you know. Uh, but at the same time, like we were hooked because we we're like. We gotta find out who Ray's parents yeah. are. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And now I don't feel disappointed by this yeah. result. I feel mm-hmm. really good about it because that it also... goes along with the theme of yeah. burn the past. None yeah. of this shit matters. Yeah. We are we're all just here. And yeah. like they you sold can... me on the idea of I not only do I not want to know who her parents are, I shouldn't want to know who her parents yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They sold me on that so easily, and, and we should have seen it coming. not easily. There's we a lot seen of it coming with that line yeah. in the trailer where she's like, "I just want to figure out my place in all this." Yeah. yeah, and her place is her own. She doesn't have yeah, right. Like a a a candle that she used to hold up to, like she doesn't have a a, a passion she used to own up to. Mm-hmm. She can now write her own story and make her own choices, mm-hmm. not based on being part of the Skywalker lineage or the Solo lineage or anything like that. She can start rewriting this this history of a franchise that we've from the, you know to go full circle from the beginning of the podcast that we've invested our entire lives into, even mm-hmm. before our lives began. This thing has been going on, mm-hmm. and now the fact that she's removed. From all of these characters that have been developed for the last 30, 40 years, this is exciting. This mm-hmm. is really exciting. I agree. To me, and it's I'm a really window for new people to come in. It's you know, it's it's uh, a freshening up of the franchise to those of us who nowadays, like I could see myself getting sick of Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening soon, but like I'm sick of superhero movies generally. Yep. You know, it. I could see it happening, but. Yeah, they freshened it up. They made yeah. it new. They made it cool. They made it now. This is my favorite thing about it is I'm just waiting for my niece to get into it. Yeah. Now that yeah, she's yeah. now that she doesn't have to be Princess Leia, she can be uh you know, she can be Ray. That's yep. that's cool. And Super there's a lot cool. of movies that, and like I'm I want to make sure I word this correctly, but there's a lot of movies out there that are very obviously doing the woman empowerment thing. But Ray doesn't feel like she's being forced into that. She's not a novelty. She's not a novelty. She's, she's not, a true she's not a Star Wars character. To, you know, get a movie or a studio in the good graces of the public. Right. She is a very well-written, well-rounded character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has classically been short of its core characters, which is now changing. Yeah. Uh, still a pretty diverse look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that we're trying to hire inclusively and and depict uh, respectfully and inclusively, this is a pretty good lineup of core characters oh, yeah. to do that with. Oh, yeah. And not a single Say the one. three white guys talking about it. Well, no, but the thing <laughs> is, as three white guys talking about it, I find myself oftentimes very sensitive to noticing it yeah, and being too. like, I saw you check that box, yeah. you know? And uh, probably an awful thought on my part, but, you know, always work to be done. Uh, but here it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like yeah. they were checking out no, the boxes. It was just, oh, I like these. They're the best characters right. for the job. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. when the and progress happens. Another you know? thing we were talking about last night on the whole kind of like, you know, uh, feministic, feministic thing. Uh, Ray looks a little more muscular than she did in The Force Awakens. Like okay. A little bit healthier, a little more full-bodied, and I like that. Yeah. Because it's not like she's not like breaking, you know, gender stereotypes with the way she looks, but she looks like a warrior, and it's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, she yeah. looks really the way great. that Ray yeah. would have to look. She's not yeah. like a supermodel with, like, you know, a thin waist and big tits. She looks like a normal girl. Who is, has like a lot of strength and it's mm-hmm. great. It's wonderful. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. She's awesome. She uh, she's Daisy a fucking Ridley. waitress before she. Oh uh, yeah, was in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. She's so. You good and I were waiters. We could be in Star Wars movies. We're just talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> 
We're just talking about him. She's a really good facial actress. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, and it never occurred to me that that... There actually, a lot of them. Uh, what's his name? Finn. Uh, oh, John yeah. Boyega is uh, really yeah. good. He's great. But Star Wars, it, it never Big occurred Shaq. to me that... I know back in the day, the difference between TV and movies was movies dealt in the big facial close-ups because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be larger-than-life, Panavision, all that fun yeah. stuff, whereas TV was just about a nice set you bought. And um, they, uh, her facial acting is, is so strong, and I never occurred, it never occurred to me until Murder on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. which is a decent movie, uh, mm-hmm. the last one that came out, but she's in it. And she has a one-on-one scene with Kenneth Branagh where he's interviewing her, trying to figure out who this killer on the train is. Yeah, who put the mustache and, uh, on his face. Yeah, who put the mustache there? <laughs> and uh, it almost seems like who forgot to shave around that area. Like it's, it feels it, like he had a beard a and they just shaved mustache. that. It really that is. movie is actually quite a bit of fun. It, you know, it, it's not a very cinematic text. But I'll wait till it Kenneth Branagh later. did find the last sixty-five millimeter cameras in the world. There's four that. of them, and shot it with that, and it looks great. But there's a scene where she is going back and forth between Mr. Shakespeare, Kenneth Branagh. And it all comes down to the face, and I want I want to watch it. I mean, I I knew the ending because I had read the book, but I want to watch it again, knowing the way that the movie ended, just to see what she's giving away in her face as yeah. to the, the plot of what's going on. Yeah, there's some, she's she, really good with her face. She says so much more with her face mm-hmm. sometimes, and it's insane. It, even when uh, Snoke's got her up in the air, and she just has to do a guttural <laughs> yeah, scream. Yeah. A guttural scream is tough because you can look like you're being Take an idiot. Shit. She looked like she was feeling force pain. It looked like yeah. she it, they it was were ripping good. her insides out. Yeah, she's she's good, but I mean that's Star Wars is a little bit of melodrama, and, and so for like, her to be like good at it, it yeah. it's it's very special. And you th- like I like I like to think about like filming scenes like that where when you're in the moment, you probably feel so fucking weird and stupid. Yeah, unless you just give yourself to that scene, because like we look at the final product where she's floating in the air and yeah. Snow Snow has her. Uh, you know, with his force grip, and we know all that stuff. She's just fucking filming it, like, right. all right, now scream really loudly, like you're yeah. in a lot of pain. Ye- yell at Andy Circus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He doesn't scare me. And when you think, when you break it down to like, you know, because we we eat the the hamburger at, at the end of the day, but when you think about like actually, you know, you know, grounding the beef, so to speak, she did. She does it great. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's it's crazy to me to think about that kind of shit. That's like. I don't know how all actors aren't method actors. I yeah. know. Because I like I'm a terrible actor. I can't do it. It's just not gonna happen. The only way don't I could even Well the only I don't I'm not interested. Movies in come out on Friday. You have another six days. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 only thing that I could ever think would make me good at acting would be going full dickhead method. Well, and yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But but because I mean even so that well, just wouldn't I work. I believe in you. Yeah. Well thanks. <laughs> I'm not in a situation where I need to do much acting, so yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you live with an actress. So. I live with an actress, and she's damn good. So she is great. She's in a show right now. It's the final night, Sunday in the Park with George, oh. and not many shows where Jenna gets to sing. And my God, it was it, the show itself was whatever, but the text is good, and she's great in it. And when she sings, break your heart. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. That's cool. so yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. <laughs> so cool. yeah. Well, so you know, for Star Wars, Jenna's a great singer. Yeah. 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 This. Might rank pretty highly amongst my Star Warses. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not gonna put it above. See, we were just talking about that when you're in the bathroom. Like, I don't know. Like, when you ask me that question, I don't know. I gotta how to sit with it, it for a while. But like, okay, so hold on. So I, for me, it's like Star Wars, Empire, probably it's, The Force Awakens, probably Rogue One. 
probably. Well, now that Return we've hit Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and then Attack of the Clones at the bottom. Okay. Wait, how many? How many are there total? So eight. I think there's eight. This Wait, makes are we, nine. So that's a, so. This is a question: Are we including Rogue One? Yeah. Oh yes. Absolutely. Because if we're including Rogue One, you understand the precedent has been set that, and when we're t- when we're doing this podcast in five years, mm-hmm. we then have to rank. The solo on Kenobi, yeah, yeah, Star yeah, Wars. Well. Yeah, then we're gonna be up to fifteen films. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're talking about Star Wars. At that movies. point, we need to get an actual pen and a piece of paper. We can create down. further rules later. Yeah, but right now we just we can just, yeah. we'll just rank them. I'm holding yeah. it in five years. I'm holding you guys. This is the easiest it's ever gonna be. Yeah. Right so let's yeah. do it now. And it was harder than it and was. So last like year. I don't know. I feel like this. Wait, probably, say your list again. So I start. I've mine written down. Star Wars, Empire. I think the Force Awakens, Rogue One, Jedi. And then Revenge, Phantom, Clones. Which Jedi? Because now you can't Return just say Jedi. The Je- oh, right. Return of the Jedi. That's that's yeah. something I just realized as, I, as it came out of my mouth. So, and I think I probably like The Last Jedi. I don't know. And this is just coming out of it first impression. Like, Well, you can't even, you can't even honestly answer this because, like I said, yeah. you're still drunk right now. Like, yeah, Wars. you're still drunk. On yeah. The, I added it into my list, and I feel pretty good about where yeah. it's at. But it, it, I'm it, saying for me... Because I just saw it last night, so I'm still I'm still hungover, I guess, from Star Wars. But I would say somewhere in the three to five range. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Somewhere like between Return of the Jedi and and Rogue One, somewhere yeah. in there, I think. I don't know, something nice. like that. I yeah. Know. See, the thing about Rogue Wait, One what's is your, like, what's your, well, no, go for it. Oh, uh, just a quick point. The thing about Rogue One is like, I can watch The Force Awakens a lot. I can watch anything from the original trilogy, like back to back if I wanted to. Um and the prequels and fuck them. But I like and Rogue One is on Netflix. So mm-hmm. it's like so easily accessible and they put it front and center on mm-hmm. my recommendations because mm-hmm. they know who I am because Netflix is my best friend. But I never feel like the urge to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's cuz all the characters die, but I don't know. I just don't feel that urge to watch it again. So I like even though I loved Rogue One and it still ranks probably top 6. Yeah. It's just a weird feeling that I don't like feel the urge to rewatch. How it. many times have you seen it? Once. Rewatch it. I want because I had that because I had a bad experience the first time I saw it where I was too tired and like just kind of dipped out. Um, I rewatched it in doing. And, and first off, when you rewatch all the Star Wars movies, you reach a point where you go, "I don't want to watch another one." Yeah. And then the Lucasfilm logo comes on, and you're locked and loaded. Yeah. It yeah. happened every single time. Yeah. But Rogue One is incredible. It. I'll rewatch it. When you because I that was I didn't want to watch it. I remember it just being kind of turgid. I was enraptured the second time watching it. The characters aren't as good as they could be, but they're all dead. So you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it really is. Yeah. It's like a pimple on the side of the main, you know, the yeah. main narrative. It just it bursts. It looks pretty. Yeah, and that's a weird metaphor I've chosen. Yeah, and um, oh, but uh, you know, and that's why I can't decide if I I like the Last Jedi more or less than that movie. That's you know I have them. So well, I'm go- before you go. Yeah. Let me just get mine out of the way. It's off the cuff, unofficial. Oh yeah, you know, I think it should be known that all of these yeah. lists and pretty much all lists yeah. on our show yeah. are subject subject to change in any way at any moment yeah. for any reason whatsoever, and it will be accepted. Yeah. By the way, you should you should instead of saying the top whatever movies of the year, just call it top of the pops. Uh, top top top, top of, of the pops. top of the pops. <laughs> yep. That's a um, chili song. Oh okay. <laughs> um. I so, still sing Jenna the the loaded mash song. Oh yeah, um, because she thinks that's the funniest thing. Oh, so. rem- remind me to, about the Silent Night thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Country so, crawl. Um, 
off the cuff rankings, I would go. Gotta go. Empire number one. New Hope. Force Awakens. The Last Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Rogue One. Phantom Menace. Revenge of the Sith. And uh, Attack of the Fucking. I was thinking about that. By the way, you have Menace above Sith. Yeah, uh, I just I, I, mean, that's, I don't I think that's actually like valid. Natalie Portman. Okay, <laughs> and the fact that she had a lot more screen time in the third one, I I love Natalie Portman. I'm sorry. Let me, I definitely let me think Phantom Menace works more cohesively. Yeah, but I hate Natalie Portman in Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. she hates Natalie Portman in she Star Wars. She hates herself. Yeah. Oh my god! It's when so she bad. has to act opposite plus Anakin, Menace didn't have Hayden Christensen, so that gives yeah, it a plus, that helps. And a plus column. I didn't mind that little kid. He yeah. was okay. And I know he's like you know, falling like into mental health. Now. Yeah. yeah he's like, he's and it's, hard, it's a little bit our fault for mm-hmm. what we did to yeah. him. Uh, there's, there's so many he scenes in Skywalker. Revenge of the Sith where Natalie Portman on her face, she's just like, Can I, go I have to now? pretend like I want to fuck this yeah. guy. And meanwhile, <laughs> his face is like, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my arms? What do I do with my, my me? What, <laughs> what do I do? What is a movie? Now I really don't know what, what to is do. a movie? Is this a movie? Are we in a movie? Who are you? Like he just, his only good movie was, was it House of Glass? I've never seen Cider that. House Rules. No, about. Kevin Spacey. No, I forget what it's called. No, Kevin Klein. Sorry, Kevin Klein. <laughs> Big difference now. Jenna Fisher broke. I no. forget what that's called. Something Glass. Yeah. I've Jenna Malone's in it. They. It's like pretty much. Let's. Uh, we bought a zoo, but we were building a house. Yeah, right over there. Yeah. <laughs> now I really want to know what that was called. Oh God, you is look, Hayden? Give your rankings, and I'll look it up. Okay. Wait, I'm. I'm right there. I'm right there. Hayden Christensen, he did predate our general obsession with Hayden's, Braden's, Layden's, Aiden's, all that fun stuff. Uh, life as a house. <laughs> Could yeah, I be more of a house? <laughs> did you ever see that? Or were yeah. you the one that told that's me about that? That's not the one that? he's thinking of. I've though. heard of that. In Family Guy, they did. No, that's was it life? life as a house. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got another one that has glass in the title that is the one everybody says is like the good Hayden Christensen movie. Oh. Let's Jumper. go all the way back to the beginning yeah. of his. Uh... Jumper. No, it's something glass. Shattered glass. Shattered glass. The jump never heard video of it game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Glass Houses was uh, that. Oh, Shattered was that Glass thriller. was about Stephen Glass, the reporter. Yes. Who Ivory like glass? made up a bunch of shit. Yes. And uh, then got caught. So that yes. was a good movie. Yeah, supposedly yeah. that's very good, and he's very good in it. Having watched all the prequels through to the creation of Vader, I now do accept that it's the Anakin that we saw inside Vader's suit. Because even though Hayden Christensen fails that and the writing is wonky. It does work in yeah. the motivations of Vader. Yeah. The problem is I don't really I don't want the motivations of Vader because right. he was best. In it. So my ranking is Empire, Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi, Rogue One, Force Awakens, New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Wow, I can't believe Return of the Jedi is that high up. I, that was my on favorite growing up, and that was mine growing up too. But I, since then, and then I've, Clerks I've, made that joke, I've, and we all I'm took it down. to heart. Uh, well, so all why, why if I can ask why, why? What do you mean? What what qualities about Return of the Jedi put it second on your list? It's fun. It's just so much fun to watch. the The design of all the Muppets captures my imagination. I love the Rancor fight. Yeah. Um, I think that run on the rebuilding Death Star is super exciting. Uh, the one Ewok mourning the death of the other Ewok. That is the saddest thing that's ever been in any movie. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just works. Jet Motos. It's got so many jet. That's actually yeah. probably at the the oh, linchpin yeah, of it. Chase is probably, crazy. yeah, it is. And it's it speaks great to the, the awfulness movie. of the Empire, where they're like, "All right, so it's a planet of trees. Yeah, 
let's let's put a visor around the vision of our stormtroopers <laughs> and get them on high speed jet motos. Yeah, it's like the dumbest thing. But yeah, I I was I thought you were gonna ask why New Hope's so low. Yeah, but that's no, no, no. that's not low. I can, I can go either way on New Hope. Yeah, it's honestly more of a nostalgia factor for me. Yes. Uh, so I understand there's a lot of qualities about that movie that don't really. I don't want to say hold up because that seems a little bit harsh, but I understand that most of what I'm watching is nostalgia factor, and yeah. I'm okay with that. I legitimately I like that seed, one the best. Yeah. Yeah. What happened though is because I, I mean, I love it. Yeah. it don't get me wrong. Where yeah. it is doesn't mean that I. It, this is a very yeah. small degree of difference yeah. between any of them. Um, but We're when literally it got to ranking all of our favorite things, yeah. so it's hard to put them in order. When <laughs> Obi Wan and Darth Vader show down. Just because we are now so tantalized with deliciously choreographed lightsaber fights, yeah. the fact that the two of them just grimace and two-hand it back and yeah. forth, and that's like old very, school samurai. Shit it's old school, too. Yeah. and it does make sense that you know the the younger Jedi that had their training would yeah. be more dynamic. That Rey and Kylo Ren would be a little bit more like street style. Yeah. Um, so it does make sense, but sharing lightsabers that like moment, hoodlums? which used to <laughs> capture my imagination explosively when I was a kid, now in the wake of all of the awesome Star Wars action yeah. choreography this huge iconic moment seems silly yeah and so like it that's that's where it hurts it and to it's not point, silly like, but it you can't help but have that reaction to garrett's point like without making up any backstory which i would like the fact that luke freaks the fuck out when obi-wan gets yeah. killed after knowing him for a day yeah. like that makes that that's that's a little bit much his when the people that raised him die he's just like well yeah. sweet i'm yeah. gonna stop being a moisture farmer space adventure laser sword. I mean, that's, that's what i was gonna say without making up a backstory for luke like one of the reasons i think he's probably so upset is because that was his ticket out of here yeah yeah, yeah. I, oh i i legitimately think that star wars is the best star wars like and it, I, works. it is it does so work. good yeah. we're looking at it with yeah a very very tainted lens. I think now it's with the all this most culture. fun, the most funny, and the and the most like. Uh, uh, there's no fat on yeah. Star Wars. Star that Wars was, is just some boom, of my boom, favorite boom, 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 boom. like Star Wars moments are just the two droids wandering the yep. desert yeah. and bickering. That's yep. good shit. It's great. It's, it's tactile. Yeah. It feels good. Something I love that just, movie. Uh, jogged my memory. I think it, I think it was in Force Awakens. It might have been last night though. But I saw them so closer together. I don't remember. But I think it's when in Force Awakens when Finn. When they're trying to fix that thing in the Falcon with Finn and Ray, and Finn's like going through shit, and there's a moment where he takes out the training droid from yeah. Star Wars and mm. just like throws it aside. Yeah, I noticed that. I never noticed it. Be- is it Force Awakens, right? It is. Yeah. I never noticed that. I never noticed that until you said it. And I was like, yeah. "That's awesome! Like yeah. that's great! Like yeah. little shit like that." That's amazing. So yeah. I never noticed that. I like. I've seen that movie like five times. I just noticed it. That that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a ton of fun shit like that in Force Awakens. Mm. Just little nods yeah. to, to things. I think between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, the only complaints I could have about this new, dire- not new direction, but the, the Kathleen Kennedy era of yes, Star Wars yeah. is that they do still feel, they are still trying to scratch the summer blockbuster itch, even though it's yeah. Christmas time, but yeah. they're still trying to scratch that. So there's like the the dog chase thing at the uh I liked that because yeah. it was a lot of fun, but it did feel like I could take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. As much as I liked the whole thematic, That's you know, the, building yes. a culture on on suffering. It's the pod racing sequence. Exactly. It's the thing that is like actually very awesome and like well done and cool, but like ultimately is like, what the fuck are we spending so much mm. time doing this for? It's you know? Yeah. Um, but but, but Star Wars has always been time, that way to some time. extent yeah. too. Well, yeah, exactly. That? Star Wars has always been that way to some extent. Exactly. You yeah. know. Yeah. Run so time. What you said about. The summer blockbuster around Christmas time. I think from a marketing standpoint, it's genius. Oh, it's genius to do this because yeah. now they're literally giving us 
the best Christmas gift they yeah. possibly can. Oh, yeah. In the world of Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays, I say we just replace it with just like Happy Star Wars. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, although we talked about this, Han Solo movie is supposed to come out in May. I believe so. Well, no, um, the, the Rogue One came out in May as well. So did it? They're doing the interesting. The vignettes. You know, Maybe I don't right. remember that. Yeah. For some reason, I thought Rogue One came out in. I thought uh, it did too. But you know what? I because I remember when we saw Rogue Rogue One. The reason I was miserable was because my debit card got drained. Yeah. And I couldn't buy a Mother's Day gift. Whoa. That's yep. But the, so yeah. So they're doing the vignettes in the summertime. Those are the blockbusters, and then That's like crazy. they reserve the winter months for Star Wars. Which actually last night, and a quick story. Yes. Last night, almost day after got opening, us, almost got us fucked. No, the opening day, opening night, last night, a Friday night. Um, it is officially the opening day. I will concede that. It's just right. it's it was out on Thursday. The um, the snowstorm yesterday. Almost, I texted you. I was like, yeah. I, we might not be able to do the podcast because I don't know if I'm going to see the movie tonight because right. snow. Uh, Mary was stuck in traffic for. It takes her 25 minutes to go to work every day. Yeah. She was stuck in traffic for three and a half hours. Oh God, what a nightmare! Still going down City Line Ave, and like I'm like we're like texting each other, and she's like. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, it was like 5.45 and she's like, I'm like an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to refund the ticket. She's like, no, <laughs> wait another hour. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I love you. <laughs> yeah. Hells yeah. And, and that was like, a good call. And she made it. Yeah. We got it in. The force was with us. Yeah. Good insert, seats. insert, man, it's like Hoth out there, joke here. And then we're, we're good. Nice. Yeah. Did you get good seats? Oh yeah, I, dude! I ordered my tickets the day they went on oh, sale. Oh, do they have reserved seats yeah, there? Yeah, they do. Uh, okay. They just got new recliners. Too. Today was my first experience with reserved seats. Pretty so, great, right? And uh, the rec- well, the second row because that was all that was left, and there was actually nobody there. No. They, it didn't fill out. Yeah. But uh, the second row, I was like, well, I'll already have seen there? it, so whatever. There were no, there were I mean, people it was, there. Yeah, full enough. But oh. when I went to order tickets, there were a few seats left, and there were. 20, 30 open yeah. seats. Yeah. You know. Well, um, this show was our backup plan, and when I went to go look at yeah. tickets, it was there was one in the front corner. And then handicap seats. And I was like, all right, well, like, not a I was second row dead center. Wow. And so I was like, I wouldn't do that for a first run. But had it, having seen it, was but with the recliner, that was the best yeah, seat in the house. Great. Yeah. Garrett moved in from the good seat he bought to the second row yeah. just because the recliner made all the difference. Nice. Yeah. Well, and I like I bought the middle in the last row, like the top row. And I was like, cool, that'll be great. I get up there. And for some reason, that theater had, and I guess it's to maybe block people from walking in front of the projector. Mm. There's like a railing that like cuts the oh, last row in half. Weird. And so I sat in the chair and there was literally just like a railing taking up a big portion of the screen, like right in front. There was yeah, nothing like I could have done about sucks. it. Yeah. It was, and it was like, it went far enough ahead that there, even if I had like sat as forward as I possibly could. And who wants to do that? Yeah. And, and even if I had, I still would have had like, like two foot of pole covering the screen. It was mm. like, it was bad. So well, now we know. Thankfully, yeah, now we know. Down. We got to sit with you, second row. It's nice. great. Uh, so yeah, I did really like this one, but I feel like right now, first viewing, it's somewhere shifting in the middle of Star Wars movies mm-hmm. for me. You know, yeah, you need to sit with it for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I but I think know, we can all agree it's a really good one. Oh, it's so good, really good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I I really like Ryan Johnson, and it makes me very excited to see him make his own Star Wars. Oh yeah, you know, I I'm can't so- wait till he takes the money that he's making and makes his between season yeah. project that's just like a small whatever movie. No, awesome Number two. Yeah. Oh my God, Tuber! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with Loop de Looper. Ooh, Ooh I, like I like that. It, yeah. yeah, I'm into it. Um, also, another good thing about like the purity of Star Wars, I didn't have to wait for. I I knew there was gonna be no end credit scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I could yeah. sleep. Yep. it's great. Yep. Yeah, so good. He almost. I mean, I I was actually surprised by that little tag at the end because that did feel very like modern blockbuster yes. movie to have the final scene that's a little disconnected but nods to something like mm. you know I, it was a nice end cap though in terms of those are the kids that that are 
arguably the bottom of the chain in yes. terms of suffering. That'll and he exhibits Trump. force and, yeah. and feels inspiration. And, yeah. you know, that's always in the, the cultural conversation. But we are currently, everything is about the idea of just refiguring whatever structures exist. Yeah. And if the Star Wars, you know, like I said, the opening crawl is either the bad guys are back and they're fighting the good guys, the yeah. good guys are back and they're fighting the bad guys. We're actually watching a restructuring of the structures of of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it'd be yeah. funny if like the episode nine starts with after little Jimmy stops his sweeping shift, yeah. he gets on a plane yeah. <laughs> and goes to fight the bad guys. Like the bad guys are here, but enough about them. <laughs> <laughs> little like a uh, little 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 Jimmy the shit sweeper at the the track that you thought was a pod race track but wasn't. <laughs> Told you. He he's got a magic ring with a rebellion logo on yeah. it. And he can use the force to sweep shit faster. I want to get me one of them rings. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I really that hope they cool. start yeah. selling those rings. Well, and they even said like our symbol is known yeah. throughout the galaxy. Yeah. Trying to get some of that tattoo money for Disney. It's gonna happen. Yeah. People are gonna do it. And then she's like, look, I got this decoder ring in a cereal box. We're from the Rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? They're, I mean, we're probably hitting crazy time here, but what do you think they're going to do with Princess Leia in the future? Generally in the future. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, honestly, I, I, I mean, feel we like know that they can make speculate. a dead, a dead uh, actor. I hope they actor. don't, I hope I they like don't. when they do that shit, it's like disrespectful. Unless you have like a Paul Walker situation where he died in like the middle of filming. Mm. Then you have to finish the movie, obviously. You can't yeah. just waste all that money. But like, and make a just beautiful wow, ending. They should have. They, they probably well, should have just killed her. In what I movie. think is because there was the the part where she had that moment with Laura Dern. Yeah. Now Laura Dern did not plan to do the torpedo thing. Right. She was just going to be guiding the ship. But when it came, you know, that time was up, and she sacrificed herself. There's no reason why uh, generally it wouldn't right. have been the one who decided to stay behind, and that would have been a great death for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like for it was a weird thing when she was like, I just come onto the she's like, get under your, your uh you know, people pusher. Yeah. And she's like, I, I, I can't stand to see another loss. And then Larder's like, I can. Yeah. And it I feel like that conversation should have been the other way where she's yeah. like, General, get on there. And she's like, No, you get on there. You're the you're the new future. Right. I'm old hat. Yeah. I will, you know, yeah. and that would have fit with the themes. But they wouldn't have had the emotionality of the whole Luke and Leia thing at the end. Exactly. Yeah. And well, and then also there's that's a decision that I'm making knowing she can't come right. back. Yeah. So as this sits that they didn't know she couldn't come back, I'll, I'll be able to think about that further. But and there, that just there read are people weird to that me. Are, there's like 80 people in a room right now trying to figure oh, out yeah. that shit right yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, they, I would be fine if they just wrote her out and made her a background character where they're like, you know, General Organa's troops are, are right. attacking the beach. It's time for us to go in, you know. I'd it's, be into that. It's a definitely a slippery slope because I don't want them to do the CGI thing. No. Right. And I also don't want them to say, like, you know, do the exposition thing where they're like, oh, she died. Yeah. <laughs> Although we know that that can't keep a good man down because uh, they did that to Triple X. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's back in the greatest action movie of the year. Jesus That's right. Christ. <laughs> Yo, you would actually really like it's, that movie. It's great. It's pretty great. Probably. The rip tubes on dirt bikes, dude. I know. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. That's, I'm Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped. I'm Jar Jar. Yep. Yeah. You guys I do, see anything good lately? Oh, go for it. Uh, I do want to uh, plug my Corgi's Instagram account. Oh, he yes. is Han Solo underscore the Corgi and on Instagram. So definitely give him a follow. He's you cute. won't regret it. Listeners of the show know about my <laughs> indifference towards oh, Corgi. He is here. He is here in the room right now. But I grant Han Solo a pass because he know, is unlike all that. other Corgis. He he's, he doesn't have the shape of a Corgi, which is what makes me not like Corgis. Yeah, because Corgis to me. Don't look because a good dog has a little bit of a reminder that it's still a beast, and corgis are too perfectly cute 
But your dog's a dog. That's why his name's Han Solo. <laughs> I like it. He's a, he's a rebel. Your dog's a dog. He's a dog. He's a, he's a well, scruffy looking Sometimes you see a, a corgi and you're like, that's, that's a porg. <laughs> yeah. It's not real. But he's I, more like, Han Solo is adorable. He's more like BB-8 than a porg, in my opinion. Yes. He gets in a lot of He gets things done. He's very vocal. And he made his way onto Movie Movie Live at one point yeah. as well. He made it onto the cars. Sure so he is, he's a hero who walks amongst us. Yeah. With, with very tiny legs. Yes, yes with tiny legs. Uh, you, if you blink, you miss him. Yeah. <laughs> anything else you want to plug, Steve? Um, I don't really have anything, no. Um, See any good uh, movies lately other than last year? Yeah, you want to drop a recommendation? So I just watched, which, and I was confused originally because I thought we were going to be... So I, I watched a movie this morning because I thought that was when we talk where we were talking about. But I just watched Office Christmas Party. Oh, um, so I was like, kind of gear. It's okay. It's not great. It looked funny. Yeah. You know, it's one of those. It's pretty, you know, cut and, uh, cookie cutter. But that's I saw that movie. We watched a documentary uh, on Netflix called Voyeur, which was pretty good. Oh, I just put that on my list. I hear that's great. It's okay. Okay. The last five minutes vindicates the rest of it. It kind of it slogs through, but. Um, the last five minutes really brings it full circle and is, mm. is wonderful. Uh, but this time of year, I'm, I'm just watching, I'm just going through the Christmas catalog, honestly. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, saving Die Hard uh, mm-hmm. and a very Murray And you do Christmas. weigh in on that as being a Christmas movie? Empire voted it best Christmas movie of all time. Well, there you go. Uh, so it must be true. But I a very Murray Christmas, if you haven't seen it. I'm not a fan. I, yeah, I heard that's not very good. Uh, I get you, why people you, like, like it. If you go back and think about like the old time variety shows yeah. on oh, yeah. air, and like get into that mindset, it's a great movie. And also, the way we discovered it was me and Mary and Connor went to the Christmas Village one year, uh, left, got a case of beer, and went back to my house, and it was just on. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect it was a way big to do screen, it. And we were yeah. like, I don't know, let's just try it out. And we just like stumbled on. It felt like we stumbled on something so magical and fantastic. Like it's a little sing along. Bill Murray Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and we were like, "This is fucking amazing!" And I watch it like five times a year. Nice, yeah. Well, I can't take that away from you. Uh, you I watched, I watched it on you, Christmas sir. break, and it was just me and my dad, and I was just like, "I'm not into this," and he wasn't into it. Yeah. It didn't work. And you know what? Actually, this is going to sound awful. Miley Cyrus, I like some of her songs. I, it, whatever she's doing, it's cool by me. When she speaks, her speaking voice. Oh, she's terrible. Rips my soul into shreds. So I I can't but when hear. When she sings, Silent and so when Night, she's doing, oh, and it's beautiful, it's angelic. And then, but when she's doing shtick with Bill Murray, it like kills yeah, me because like it. It, it. And she's not even bad at the shtick. Yeah. But her voice just eats <laughs> my my rectum. I think she's kind of bad at the shtick. I mean, Bill Murray is doing work, but yeah. that's why you get Bill Murray. That's why I would watch it. I fucking love Bill yeah. Murray, but I heard Dang it's not sure. very good. It's so what have you seen? It. Um, you know what I'm going to drop. Uh, we, drop. We saw a movie earlier this week. Uh, oh, my yes. review is on Cinadelphia. Yeah. I, 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 I know you. I know you liked it. I did. I know you weren't as moved as I am. The Shape of Water absolutely blew me away. Yeah. And uh, it's another one where certain criticisms that I've heard about it, like I don't disagree in 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 the validity of it, but uh, I, it just worked. The planets aligned. There's a moment midway through the movie and you know the one i'm talking about i, and I, I don't even that. want to describe it yeah but I there's this it. flourish into high fantasy that happens that was just a gut punch that i couldn't i couldn't breathe i was crying and i was just amazed at just how ballsy of a creative choice it was yeah, and so cool it really and guillermo del toro is one of those directors that i always like what he's doing but i've always only ever liked 80 percent of the movie i'm watching yeah. um this one just like i think he nailed what his brand is perfectly yeah it's so good it's and it's just 
even if you're not as moved as me, it's a wonderful movie. Oh, yeah. It is not part of the Hellboy universe, correct? No. It is not. Okay. I had, like, the 80% feeling that yeah. you had. It's, it's a fucking awesome, like, fully realized movie that's very beautiful. But it was very similar to how I feel about a lot of, del- mm. for me, a lot of Del Toro movies where it was like, this movie is, uh, I understand what this movie wants me to feel because it's very expressly telling me how I should feel about all this. And it's this. very clear he made the movie he wanted yep. to make. So it's but, like, I, but it didn't actually make me feel it. I, I knew that's what been it the big criticism, feel, and I get that. Yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, and actually, I wonder if that'll play differently the second time around. Maybe I, I don't just know. I could the, see the magic of it washed over me almost instantaneously, yeah. and so I was just gaga. I wanted to connect with it, you know what yeah. I mean, which is a pretty high compliment, actually. You mm. know, like I wished that I had connected to it, so I could see if you connect to it, it's because it, it's remarkable, mm. you know. So like, if you connect, one to of it, the it best will... scores of the year too. Yeah, it's really really good. good. I mean, Alexandra Desplat. Del Toro has a otherworldly sense of imagination mm. it's it's that's always something to go to the movies for yeah mm. well i finally saw brawl and cell block 99 <laughs> i really want to see that is i fucking good? loved it it is is, I, is this a renaissance that we're seeing it's i've i've gone it, on record as saying it it's his career best it's really, really good wise yeah you like opinion. true detective season two i didn't see yes. it so i I'm i liked it well enough season two apologist i am that. too I loved it. Anyone who's who's ever read an actual piece of real pulp fiction before would see how accurately that captured yeah. the the narrative structure. And you know who they got for season three? Mahershala. And oh, yeah. Salnier. That's right. Jeremy Salnier did Green Room, uh, Murder I Party, I Blue Ruin. Stewart, and I, got, I, got, uh, I got really hard. Maybe. They're bros. Yeah. So, Could be. I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> it was really great. Is it as violent as it uh, is the I'm reading? It is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. There More is, violent than Green Room? There, there, yes. There is right, something that happens. There's less, qu- there's less quantity of violence than yeah. Green Room, but all of the violence is just like... It's fucked up. There is <laughs> there is something in this movie that I will never forget for the rest of my Don't life. Don't tell me. I, like, I, I will never forget it. It is the. I mean, is this like Bone Tomahawk level? Oh, Bone Tomahawk could not prepare you for no, what happens in this movie. Uh, but it's the same kind of thing though, yeah. where Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine is very much like a, it's a good script yep. and it's a good movie for a good script, and then at the third act, it just takes that hard right yeah. into I am here to fuck with the audience. Yeah. And but you know it's it's the exact same thing as Bone Tomahawk where you're just immersed and in love with the dialogue and these yeah. beautiful yeah. characters that are actually in this movie quite ugly. Yeah, um, it's so like I Is was in haunting such a, a word you would use, Garrett. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not haunted because you seem a little bit haunted. To me no, right I'm not now. haunted by the images in this movie, but they it is just because it's awesome. Like yeah. it's, I'm scared thinking about watching. It's the this same movie thing right as Bone Tomahawk, where it's like it's done in this way, where it's like it's fucking the stuff that's happening is like fucking awesome and crazy and mm. rad, but also like whole, like having to see it, even though it's cool as shit, is like difficult. See, I can't watch. They movies go to like a level of grew. Like, I had this thing where when I see something happen to somebody, immediately my brain says oh, you want to know like just think about how that would feel on your body yes. and i'm like, like i, I like, oh yeah like if Things somebody gets kicked in the nuts i, sh- I feel that i straight a up screamed bit. at my screen when i was watching I, I literally was like yelling when i was watching the last like 20 minutes like when i movie. saw that clip on youtube from bone tomahawk yeah i you should watch that you'd really like I that movie it has a great script for a week yeah 
The um, but the thing a is, though, week, Garrett. the way that that bone tomahawk moment is, is it is actually much more heightened than the rest of the movie. Yeah. And so these things do sort of haunt you, the 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 viscera of it. Yeah. But it is very purposefully not yeah. realistic. Yeah. So much as it is designed for splatter effect. Yeah. yeah it's just so it's, uh, it is gore heightened porn, in like a way. Saw. Exactly. But yeah. but it's not gore porn like not, Saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, in no, the way I mean, that it's in used. context, yes, it's yeah. much more the same profound, fucking makeup artist would be hired. Yeah. 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 Uh, what there's a, the one shot that sticks with me, and this is not a spoiler. In yeah. Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine, is during one of the brawls. Um, uh, I almost said Vin Diesel, Vince Vaughn, <laughs> who's Diesel Vince in this. Diesel He's Vaughn. like jacked in this too. Yeah. He like blocks a punch from one of the security guards, and then the guy just empties a can of mace in his face, yeah. and he continues fighting. But that freeze frame of the stream of mace into his face—that's the one that stuck with me of all. Yeah, of it. Yeah. And it's not even remotely. Oh my god! <laughs> as violent yeah. as what mace goes face, down. New band name, I call it. Yeah. Uh, you would love that movie. I think Chewie and his Porgs is a great band name for <laughs> a, a really good for one. a Porg yeah, rock band. And the uh? I like the Raylo connection. Yeah, really that's a great connection. band name. By Chewie, by Chewie and his Porgs. Yeah. yeah, it's his Porg rock band. Huh? Oh, uh, I like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, that's that's the that's where we end. Yeah, yeah. we gotta go <laughs> out on that, one. right? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at I Like Two Movie. It's numeric two. Facebook.com slash I Like Two Movie. Uh, you can email us, I Like Two Movie at gmail.com. Give us some recommendations, things you want to hear us talk about. And uh, check us out next month in January, the 20th and the 28th. We'll be uh, 20th, we're doing the Barbarella screening. And uh, 28th, we will be at Tattooed Moms doing a live podcast. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Philadelphia and letterbox.com slash Philadelphia with an F. Oh, and farsightedblog.com. I am at Dan Scully on all of those things. Letterbox, Facebook. Don't follow me on Facebook. I don't want that shit. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, at Dan Scully. Very, very easy. Um, check out Cinadelphia.com. Uh, in conjunction with the top 10 episode, there's going to be some top 10 posts going on. So uh, check it all out and make sure you guys tune in for our next episode when we do the best of 2017. Can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Crazy year for life, yeah. but it turned out to be quite the year for movies. Pretty good. So, yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Uh, anything you would like to plug personally? I'm Steven, and I don't really post any quality content. So just uh, follow my dog at, at Han Solo the Corgi. That's at, some at quality. Han Solo content. underscore the yeah. Corgi. On Instagram because it's pretty good. Pretty good. Quality content. I'm going to start calling your dog Han. No, don't do that. Okay, I won't do it. Um, uh, and if you want to check out some design work, I'm uh, Stephen Allen with two L's and an E-design.com. He did our uh, logo. so We didn't mention this, and this is uh, just something about Last Jedi that I forgot to say that oh. uh, was the coolest thing. Uh, when Luke uh, reveals to Kylo Ren that he's not there and that he's going to haunt him, yeah. he says, "I'm going to haunt you, and uh, and your father's going to haunt you yeah. if you kill me." And then he leaves with a Han Solo catchphrase. No, you yeah. did say that. Did I say that? Yeah. I know I said it to you in the movie. Did we say it in the podcast. You're on record. Yeah. Okay, you're oh, on good. record. <laughs> yeah, cool. You All right, guys. It. Well, enjoy that again. It was a great moment. <laughs> well, you Here's... know Dan's favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did we open with? We talked about how I repeat things to you. I know. Over and yeah. over. Okay. But circle. here's the problem. I don't remember what the line was. Oh, uh, see around. See around. See around. That's okay. Movie, movie. Yeah, something like that. Uh, my name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie, movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie, movie. My name is Steven, and I like to movie, movie. And we all know that you like to movie, movie, because we, we like, like to movie. movie.